We've reverted back to a setup. What number? I don't know. This is a reverting back? Yeah. We had the table like this at one point. After you watched Peter's video of their podcast and you liked how his table setup was. Yeah, they have a much wider lens. And a bigger table. Because they can do, yeah, the table I think is... Like twice the size of this. Which then allows them to sit like this. <coughs> With space. Yeah, and have enough. And they've got, what, four cameras on them? Yeah, something like that. Three or four? <laughs> and a couple of them are C-300s. Uh-huh. Not, not... At least one of them is a C-300. Yeah, they don't have phone and camera. They have video cameras. <laughs> Which is kind of ridiculous. Ah. There we go. The ears. That's the reaction I've been wanting all this time. Well, normally isn't that loud. That, that's close. the point. That's, what, that's why I've been wanting that reaction. Went, bounced off the wall and back into my ears. That wasn't comfortable. What time did you go to sleep last night, dude? Two something. Oh, okay. About three hours ago. All right. I got, so, I got in the bed, but I didn't fall asleep. Here we are. Live. Nice and Nice and early again. Back to our normal, closer to our normal time. Oh, you didn't say that. No, no, it was, when I looked, it was 1046, so it didn't matter. My watch is slow. We are live at 1046. Did you say sphincter? (laughs) I said because you have stuff all over you. Is that your breakfast? No, I don't think so. You haven't synced your um, Fitbit with your app. If you do that, your time fixes. Yes, it does. Thank you. And that's how you change the faces, I'll especially on this one. I'll do that later. I don't think you guys... Can you change yeah. the... I'll yes. Change that's how you change it. it. I know. I changed it. Well. Okay. I think we look all right. Hey, did you get your grade for your last class? No, because I can't do it. Because I can't review the what? two other... Because nobody else has submitted? No one else has submitted. He submitted his oh. thing so early. It's not finished until March 2nd. Yeah. That only one other person had submitted something and then now I'm waiting to submit to review other things. Okay. So I can do the last one. Early is good. So I'm very worried about our setup. Why? But I guess we're okay. I don't know. It doesn't look like we've gotten any uh closer. The um microphone has moved. Yes it is. Now over us. I'm trying to get some. See, it didn't. What was happening was this was picking us up very well, and then that one was over here, and it was just basically picking me up very well. But it was. It wasn't getting what I want to get. I want to get a further away sound. Sound. Yeah, it was just picking me up like it was sitting right here, you know, like attached. Right there. Like it used to when we podcast in China. Yeah. Yeah. I thought about trying to get us back to the closer microphone thing. Attach the thing to the table and get us like really close, but But I don't think that's necessary. Your microphone died, so mine's the only one left. Yeah. 
Now it's just a single mini shotgun. Well, it's a condenser. I don't know. I I I don't know. I'm still working out this uh, whole sound thing because right now we're not sending any sound to the to the camera. Well, that's a good thing because I heard that sound. From yeah, but it, you know, it's that thing that th 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 that it was doing. It still does it. So yeah. that I think now leads me to believe it's the magic lantern. Interesting. Something about the magic lantern. It's this thing is being. Coming in, the only other thing I can think of, because that sound, to me, is the pulsing of electricity. Mm. But I'm using the adapter made for the camera to get power to it while we're sitting here so we're not on battery. Yeah. And so it shouldn't be giving that pulse right. into the audio, that kind of feedback thing that you, that you end up hearing. So I don't know what it is. But these three, with that thing recording, it gives perfect sound. So I basically, that's just a scratch yeah. kind of thing. It's just for me to line up, line up the audio in post and move on. I just mute it all the way and get it out of there. I never use that stuff. And hopefully one day we'll look good on, on the screen. I've been fighting with that too. Maybe if we wear masks. I don't look bad, sir. No? You think you look all right? I'm okay. I'm average. Really? I don't need no, a no. mask. No, no. On, on the, the camera. I'm asking about what you see on the YouTubes. How do you look to you there? Pale. Okay. But then again. I, I know. I, don't think, I think that is your look. I, think I don't that's think. captured very well. But, but what about like... The, the focus, to me, it looks soft. It looks very soft, and it, and it bothers me. Because we do not I can't have a season it, one filter. I can't make it... Oh, what? It's a Drag Race reference. We don't... Okay, we, we're, we're not talking about Drag Race, are we? Come on. I just said we don't have a season one I know, filter. but what? how do you think you look on the YouTubes? Like I look. No, no, no. I don't think I need that you to be more... I don't think that there is expressive. a softened... I don't think it's softened. What are you watching the podcast on, on the YouTubes? Uh, usually... Oh, your I iPad watch, or on your phone? I never watch on my phone. It's my either my iPad or my computer. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I rarely watch I, or YouTube videos on my phone. I, I just rarely do that. Unless it's something that I want to see or listen to while I'm getting ready for work, then I don't play YouTube videos. Yeah, I tend not to do the YouTube videos on my phone. But I'm also usually sitting at my computer, so I have no real reason to pick up my phone to watch a YouTube video. The only video. time I ever go on YouTube on my phone is if I'm doing the dishes and I'm listening to something yeah. I already watched. But you're not watching it. Yeah, I don't. I've seen it before. I don't watch usually on the phone. Interesting. A lot, I've, I've been hearing filmmakers who are lamenting the fact. When Spike said that, when Spike said he doesn't want people to watch, he, it like upsets him that mm -hmm. it, people watch it on his movies on their phone. I thought, how often have I watched a movie on my phone? But people do it so often. And I haven't. I don't know that I've ever watched a movie, a full movie on my phone ever. No, I haven't. 
even with all the travel, the international travel, the the countless hours in airports, and and I've never done it. On an but, iPad, sure. Sure, an iPad, yes, but yeah. my laptop, absolutely. But on my phone, uh-uh. Nope. One, I don't want to waste my battery life. Two, it's uncomfortable to have that tiny screen. I have horrible vision anyway, so I would have to have the screen that pretty close. close. I mean, that's how close and then, phone anyway. Yeah, that is kind of where you put your phone. I know. Hey, I didn't change anything. Um, but I also, like, there's no way to really prop it up, so you can't be hands-free. At this, <laughs> at this range. So, I don't do it. But it struck me when Spike said that. Yeah, it's um, kind of interesting. The uh, I, the whole thing that started all this was uh, Scorsese coming out and talking about this whole streaming deal and, you know, making making films for a particular audience do you change how you make the films based on where people are going to watch it and the old school um directors now that are they they're the older the old guard i guess you could call them they're essentially just making films the same way they always made films all of their considerations are for the big screen right and the younger ones are paying attention to making things for Instagram or a one by one, and they're changing how they do what they're doing. The YouTubers, some there are some people that are actively thinking about changing how they film things for the different types of medium that are out there, and. I would say that it's, I don't know if it's good or bad. I don't know if it advances storytelling in any significant way mm -hmm. to to change that. I know that going to a one-by-one one for Instagram and it's IGTV, I know that that's going to change a lot about what people, how people see things. Because I notice it just in the photos I do every week or every day, those photos, they literally just don't fit. Yeah. I mean, when I go, uh, sometimes a, a, a landscape shot can fit, but it's super small. But a, a portrait shot, basically just the top and the bottom of the screen are just cut off. Right. And so I reframe it for that one-by-one one box. The... I, I, could you imagine making a video that way? I mean, when you make your video and putting everything into that box and really thinking about that and how you tell the story with that, it changes. It changes yeah. how you think about just yeah. what is apparent to the person as they're watching it. And it's basically they're watching it on their phone. Yeah. And if they're not watching it on their phone, they're watching it on something that is essentially landscape. Except for that new TV thing that can, turn. that can turn with your phone, but that it's basically black, giant blackness. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially, I think on the on the two sides, and then the top and the bottom, it would be cut off 
or it would just fill top and the bottom and then just be a square. So yeah, Corridor did that because they did a Tom Cruise deepfake video, but they filmed it on a DSLR. Mm-hmm. And so they you saw all the you saw the seams and all the problems when they did their Keanu Reeves one, they filmed it on a phone. And yeah. they still well, did all the special effects and stuff. I thought it was interesting that Spike was like, No, I'm not gonna change how I um make movies and he said then he's like very adamant, I'm not gonna do it and then he's like, Not yet. Yeah. Well I mean Because he- at some point do you do you stick to your old ways or do you try something new? Oh, I and would say. And Spike is a try something uh, new kind of guy. I would say the old, the old, the old people that are set in their ways of how to make a film, mm-hmm. they're gonna probably resist to the end. I mean, it, it, it's gonna it's gonna basically be film getting away from film all over again. Yeah. But keeping that in mind. Scorsese doesn't make The Irishman on film. Right. You know what I mean? It's potentially uh, impossible. So, you know, eventually the, the, if people, I mean, could you imagine going to a theater that was one by one? No. Could you imagine that that's your screen? Uh, Oh, God. No. I mean... Are we getting close to a form factor like this with IMAX? Where it's very tall. All you have to do is bring in the sides. It's yeah. not It's not that far away. I mean, eh, I don't know. I, I, it's only the storytellers and the people that want to want to use that that are, I mean, um, what's his name? Uh... can't think of his name he made he made his whole channel his whole idea was jesse jesse driftwood his whole thing is uh, instagram he became famous because of instagram and because of he he was taking his dslr and flipping it sideways and filming everything that way so then he was getting the framing that was necessary in order to make it a one by he was he could cut off wherever he needed to cut right. off, but it was only cutting top and bottom. He wasn't cutting off the sides. He didn't need to cut off the sides. So there is that. I don't know. Alright, Aaron, give it to him. Roll the intro. No, we did not wait. <laughs> Don't even start that. We haven't even waited yet. Wait, we see we, that the 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 thing is longer, which I think I need to remake. I think I need to remake our our intro. Please for take out some of those pictures. I don't like. Look, look. I make a thing. Yeah. Nobody, nobody gives any pictures. any feedback on the thing I do, and then when you see it a year later. Because you don't watch our YouTube channel. A year later, you come back and you say, oh my God, why is that picture there? It's like, but it's been there the whole time. Well, why would you choose a picture like that? I just chose pictures. But 
Why that one? If you probably, I don't know, maybe because it was in China or something? I don't know. Which one? I don't know, it's just one picture she doesn't like. Well, they've already seen it, so it's not like spoiling you. I know, it's not a spoiler. It's, it's one picture. I think it's more of a... It's like I have it's no like makeup on. I'm you're like looking disheveled. Up, you're kind of looking up. Like the camera's up there. And you're it's shooting you this way. I don't know. I don't know why you don't then like it. I don't the intro. And pick all the photos. Yeah, you can pick the photos. I, and I can put them in there. I'd be happy to pick the photos. I have no problem with that. I really don't. I mean, I'd rather someone else do that. Because... It takes time to sit there and pick out all those photos. Well, this week we were talking or about to change it or whatever. Um, the Children's Day gift for our students, and um, they had suggested a coloring book, and I said, "Okay, well, we could make our own coloring book. It's sure not could. difficult. Well, it's not difficult. It's not difficult. So we could make our own coloring book. And Photoshop is a little and then intensive." Um, we could just send it to the printer at, at the school and, and it virtually be free. Like, we wouldn't have to go to an outside company. And they're like, well, then you would have to do it because I can't do it. And I'm like, okay, it's not hard no. at all. And so they were like, okay, but we would have to have, like, uh, an official bill. And I said, but why would we need a bill if we're doing it all in-house? Who are you billing? That's what I'm asking, like... That's in-house. That's in-house, it's the school's printer. They, they that's just a machine, it doesn't care about bills. And they couldn't, they were like, I I don't know. And I said, and they said, well, do you want to do a coloring book or a t-shirt? And I said, why can't we do both if we're not spending extra money? Well, and they're they, spending money on paper. And they couldn't, and printing, like, they couldn't, they couldn't get their mind around it. So half of us wanted to do a t-shirt and half of us wanted to do a coloring book. I don't have to do the t-shirt. And, and that's what I said. Book. I said, why do we have to do the same? Because it all has to be the same. And I looked at him and I said, we are trying to teach our students to be free-thinking, problem-solving individuals. This drives me absolutely crazy that we all have to be the same, but we're promoting individualism. Are we really promoting it if we all have to be the same? No. And they all just kind of looked at me like, Oh shit, I never thought of it like that before. It's like democracy. In schools, democracy is taught and not practiced. I was like, for goodness sakes. Well, in Western schools, I anyway. It's just, it drives me nuts. Yeah. So, what's on your list this week? I don't have a list at all. Do you? I didn't even start a list. Do you have a list? No, I don't have a list. I never have a list for this show. A list? I think you have a list. <laughs> I usually have a list, and I uh, I still have our list from last week. But as you all know, it was all gaming. Yeah, I only have game chest. So what you got? So what you got? Well, I have a travel-related thing. So this week there was a viral video of this woman on an airplane who had reclined her seat and the man behind her was punching the seat. <laughs> which has now Everybody sparked has this, this has sparked oh. this discussion to recline or not recline. Also, the man is at the back of the plane so he can't, he can't go, go back. <laughs> and he can't go anywhere. if you look at the video closely, 
you can see that his tray table is touching his stomach. Yeah, that's always it. And it's very uncomfortable. And you can see that the man is saying something to the woman. <laughs> and, of course, there's no sound in this video that I've seen. So, the woman was furious that she was reprimanded by the airline attendant and that the man was then offered dr a drink, some rum, I think. Good. Because of the situation. Good. Now, on one of my traveling pages, there are people are like, you know, you should have paid more money to sit in a seat where you could recline. And if I pay my money to recline, then I should be able to do it. And, wait, wait, wait. And you don't choose to the seat, that seat to recline. There's no choice there. They don't give you that choice when you... They don't say, we have this row of seats don't recline, so do you want this or not? They don't ask that question. Hey, for like the first class or something. No, 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 no. They're saying all don't the sit in the back seat. But all the seats recline except for that one we, row. And you don't on, get a choice. We've been on planes where the seats did not recline. But they still don't give you a choice. They don't, they don't, give don't you look a choice. at the, the seating thing and say, if you need to recline, these seats won't recline, so do you want to move? They don't do that. Nope. And so, um... Anywhere. A lot, most people are saying, fuck the person behind you. No. And if you are, if the person behind you is at the very back of the plane. Forget the very back. You don't recline. And plus, yeah, but what if you're just sitting there and you're a person on, and you have your tray table out and when they recline, it jams into your body. That's happened yeah. to me. Like, I've had my leg pinched between the, the tray table and the armrest because the person in front of me reclined their seat so fast and hard that it just pinched yeah. my leg. I had a bruise for like a month. But that's what I'm saying, that I don't, I, I think the problem here is people have gotten bigger, seats have, the space between seats has not. It's gotten smaller in most cases. And people are not considerate of the people behind them because you ever notice that people like to recline when you have food on your tray table? Yeah, it's so rude. <laughs> it's like, um, this, this is not a, it's like the tray table somehow needs to be independent of the movement of the seat yeah. in front. Well, but then that means you need more space. The only time that. I've ever had that is when I'm in that very front row. And it comes out of and the armrest. And it arm comes rest. out of the armrest. Yes. But like for Aaron, for example, Aaron is super tall. And so when he gets in these teeny tiny little spaces, his knees are already touching the yeah. back of the thing. And then the jackass in front reclines without saying, you know. And but I, nobody's going to say that. I 100% have hit a seat because someone did that, mainly in China. But somebody does that and I just hit the seat. Essentially, they hit me, but I don't move. So they're like, oh, oh, and they just sit back up. And it's like, yes, I, you can't go back any further. <laughs> yeah. But I, mean, I don't know. I think, I think the problem is in the design, not in trying to manage the people. Because people are really, really rude in those situations. And they're so, so selfish and Yes. Yeah. So there's no point in trying to. There's no, literally no point in trying to manage that. Because what are you going to do? Teacher, teacher. Yeah. They put their seat back. And then what do you, what's the argument? I'm supposed to be able to put well, my seat back right <laughs> I had I had commented, did anyone else notice that the tray table is touching his abdomen? And someone responded to me that he um, he should have said nothing 
And that if the person doesn't want reclining, then they should choose an appropriate airline or seat. Your problem is not the next person's problem, and you are not allowed to disrespect a person for reclining. He was absolutely out of line. And I said, wait a minute. So if the person in front of me is causing me pain, it's my fault? I don't think they're saying it's your fault. But she is absolutely saying. But it does sound like they're saying that the choice you made to be on that airline, that's what needs to be changed. But how are that's you going to always, know? I don't that's know. That's not always your choice. I literally do not know how you choose, like, how do I know how much space is between the two seats? How do I know what the seats are like when they recline? How, how do I know, I know if, any my, of if my seat is going to recline or yeah, not? Yeah, I mean, I, I, and barring broken things, I mean, you, you're never going to have that information unless you've been on that particular kind of plane before. But you usually don't know the plane before you check in. Right. right. So now you've already bought the ticket. Let me be clear. I think he was being an ass by punching the seat like that. However, she was just as much of an ass for not moving when he said something the first time. Yeah, but I don't... Like I said, policing people. That's where the problem comes in. You're not going to police people. And you're not going to get them to acquiesce to your will because they're making you uncomfortable. That's a thing that just does not, you can't do that. There needs to be more space from seat to seat. And if that means taking out a row or two, take out the fucking row or yeah. two. Because there's the problem. They're, they're cramming people into spaces. And you ever notice that now on airplanes we have all this headroom yeah. that we didn't have before? Yeah. So we have all this headroom, but that doesn't do us a whole lot of good when the seats are, you know, you're sitting, you know, six inches from the seat in front of you. Not How does that help? Far. You well, know, like, I, I can't even reach the buttons. Right. You know what I'm I saying? can't reach the buttons. Even so, if I stand up, there's the buttons that. I can't reach. I can't reach, reach the buttons, but the person, literally, I can smell their shampoo. Absolutely. You know? and, and Or if they didn't brush their teeth that morning. So, I mean, I guess, to me... It really seems like this is an airplane maker's design flaw. Yeah. You know, they need to remove that row. There needs to be space. Stop trying to cram people in like sardines to get from here to there because when you make that trip uncomfortable, then why would anybody take your airline again? So that means airlines have to go to the makers and say... We don't want, if you don't have X amount of distance so that this seat can go back and not destroy the person behind it. Right. Then, no, you, we don't want your plane. Yeah. And that's what should happen. Yeah. You know, because trying to deal with individual people, you know, maybe there are some people that need to put their seat back. You right. know, there are people that need the leg room. Right, they like my friend, space. my friend travels a lot, and he's six foot six, 300, 400 pounds. I mean, he's a big, big, big guy. And there have been times when he's like so pitched in, he can barely, he can't physically cannot move. It's like a sardine in there, and then the person in front tries to recline their seat, mm -hmm. and he's like, "Excuse me, I, I already can't move. This is painful. Please 
keeps it up. Saying this is a design problem with, I mean, I get airlines would rather get as many people from here to there as possible, but then either make the airplanes bigger. Yeah. Or make the take out a couple of the rows so that you can put space between. It's it's just what has to happen. Or you don't book every flight full, right? So that people can move around. But that means. But in the U.S., that's like they overbook them every single time. But that's so, a choice of the airline. Yeah, they shouldn't do that. I mean, honestly, they. I I think air travel was a luxury item where people had comfort. It is now a bus. Right. It's literally a bus yep. in the air. And that, if if you're in a country, like, for example, when we were in China, I don't think I would, outside of the idea of, I want to get there fast so I can enjoy my vacation, trains are way better. Oh. The train is way better. Oh, yes. the, the train is, it's much more comfortable. You can walk, get up and walk around with, like, little little to no problem um it's clean and most are clean depending on the style of train and we've only had one <laughs> when we took the slow train i was like oh, don't my. touch anything exactly it, it, it but the, depends on the train the, the bullet train and the super fast train the, yeah. the d train and that one that we took from hong kong those were all super nice and it was comfortable the one from Hong Kong had the chairs that could turn around, so if you're with a group, you could spin around and talk to each other. Yeah, I mean, that was super that, cool. That kind of stuff is gone from air travel. Right. And that's what needs to come back into air travel because they're... they're train. It's not comfortable anymore. Well, and they're making it so it's... It's not affordable because now you have to pay for all your luggage. You have to pay for your check. No amenities. All amenities are gone. You pay for your carry-on bags in some airlines. You get nothing. You get no water for free. You get no peanuts for free. You get not even a blanket for free. Like, Asia Airlines don't fly them. They're horrible. The seats are tiny. The staff is not great. The They charge you ridiculous amounts for absolutely everything. They're not a great airline. But for some times, you don't have any other choices. Exactly. Like when we were flying from Beijing to Phuket, that was our only option. And then when I had to fly from Phuket to Bangkok, that was my only option. There were no other airlines. How am I going to make a different choice if that's my only choice? And AirAsia. Oh my God, they're such a horrible airline. Oh my God! So I guess I'm I'm thinking with the way the way travel is today and the way people move around all different sizes. It's not. It really is not. You know. Oh, we only have say small Chinese people traveling on our airline. It's just not like that anymore. No, because there are people from all all over the world. So. If that's the case and you got all this range of people, it seems like, like I said, the makers of airplanes would take that into account as well as, and maybe that means that there needs to be different sized chairs. Yes. Yeah. That would be helpful. Because there are different sized people. Yep. And they always want to say, oh, well, you're bigger, so that means... Oh, you need to have you need to pay for two chairs. It's like, yeah, but now I'm sitting on something that has this weird thing in the middle of it. Yeah. Right? 
even if I'm going to take some of that space, I'm not sitting in a chair. I'm sitting on two chairs where it has this weird hump. Why not maybe have some rows that have larger chairs? Right. And when you check in, I mean, that's a, that's a, I mean, they do it with wheelchairs now. They do. You know, you go into the hospital, you don't, there's not a one size fits all for well, that. Anymore. Unless you're here. Right. Well, unless you're in a lot of places that just can't afford to have right. variety wider ones. But it's, it's important to, I would say today, because of the way people travel, to take that into account and say, okay, you're not going to get charged more for this chair, but we have chairs that will accommodate you. Right. I mean, and think about it. The people, we see people, we've seen old elderly come up to the plane in a wheelchair where they had to carry them up the stairs yeah. Yeah. to then put them on the plane. Well, what, uh, We saw that in China, Malaysia, Mexico, Thailand, so we've seen it everywhere. Wouldn't it make more sense to have... It was on our plane that we went yes, to Cancun. Yes, yep. And it's, it wouldn't make more sense to have a, a space where that person is going to be more comfortable in a chair. Yeah. I, I guess the idea of thinking about comfort versus quantity, yeah. it, it, it needs to be comfort more because as you said, as uh, flying becomes more expensive, that means fewer people are going to be doing it. Yep. And then if fewer people are actually doing the flying, well, then you're, you're going to be buying planes that you're going to be starting to get empty and emptier. Mm-hmm. And it's going, you're not going to have the, the, the butts in the seats. Right. A friend of mine flew from the Dominican Republic to England. She, was, she traveled around Europe for three weeks. And because she didn't want to pay for any uh, luggage on any of these airlines that she would be using to travel, she had literally everything she needed for three weeks or everything she was going to take for three weeks in her backpack. Because she, because once she figured out how much the fees were going to be, it was almost more than a week's worth of hotels. And she wasn't staying in a hotel. She's one of she's a couch surfer host, and so she was then going and visiting all these people who had come and stayed with her in different places. Had couch surfed over the last 15, 20 years, and she was going to visit them. So she wasn't paying for that, but it would have been more than a week's worth of hotel accommodations. So she just put a couple of things in her backpack that could be easily washed. And that's what she did because she didn't want to pay that fee and it and it's things like that like her families she was she did a solo trip for the first time ever but for families like us who never do solo trips we couldn't afford that we couldn't afford all those fees and even like our last trip we had to pay for everything I think what's happening is While flying was luxury for a lot of people for a very long time, I think it's starting to get back to some kind of exclusive yeah. club of people that are able to afford it and can fit it. Yeah. It, it's like only these people are going to fly from now on. And they're making that calculation 
to say we only want these people flying. Mm -hmm. People that are not going to take a lot of luggage, people that are small and thin, people that um, are have the, the financial means <laughs> to, to pay for the, all of this yeah. stuff and to absorb all the fees. I think that's just what they're doing. They're, they're do it's like people who can get a limo. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, not everybody can get a limo. I can. We can get an Uber. We can get a taxi. We you can know, take a bus. You can take a bus, but that limo is just a, a cost that you just can't absorb on it often, ever. You know, you do it once in your life, maybe. Right. If you're lucky, you know, prom time or something, and that's it. Yeah, maybe, it maybe I didn't either. Or maybe, you know, you do it on your wedding day. You get a limo, and then that's it. There is no more. Didn't do it then either. You know, and it's just like, okay. Right. You know, but I think air travel is starting to become that. And I think they're going to have to, with the way jobs are and the way people are moving around the world now to get to those jobs, what's going to happen when people are like, yeah, uh, we'll just take another way. We'll get another, we'll find another way to get there. Yeah. And well, and for some, for families like us, because there are lots of families like ours who travel for work, go to country to country to live, if we want to leave here and go, say, Europe or even South America, it's going to be thousands of dollars no, to move. Now, do we ship our things or do we sell everything and buy new? Those are things that we have to consider, but... When it comes to flights, the flight cost is the flight cost. Yeah, there's not a whole lot. Nope, there's not a much getting around whatever that happens to be. And sometimes there are no choices other than those tiny little airlines that are, you know, where you're squeezed in for 12 hours and you can't feel your legs after an hour and a half and, like, Air Asia. Yeah. I don't know. That's... I, I think don't think I don't think the guy is necessarily wrong to voice the fact that he's now become uncomfortable by the person in front of him. I don't, I don't think, think he's that's wrong, wrong. That either. I don't know if it's really right to be punching at chairs, but that's just that's just immaturity right there. I mean, he could have if if he said something to her and she refused, he could have then pushed the button, except for he couldn't move. He could have gotten the flight attendants attention and then asked them to do something but see what would you on a full flight what what else could you do i mean they could go and ask somebody else to move or she could be you know a decent human being and sit the fuck I know, up but, uh, what i'm saying is what would the flight attendant do tell her to sit up that, that that's not a that's that's not really fair to her. Why isn't it? Because it's not. It's, she paid for a chair that reclines. So what? No, what I'm saying is she paid for a chair that reclines. That's like saying I paid for a chair in front of me that has a table on it, but I can't use the table. I'm not allowed to use the table because the person in front of me, they don't like it when it shakes their chair. No, that's not the answer. That's not the solution. I never recline my seat ever. I mean, because I don't either, I'm always considered of the person behind me. What if no, they're tall? But, but, that's, they're... But, you, but you're making a choice. Yes, I'm choosing to be considerate. Yeah, you're making a choice to not take advantage of something that you paid for. 
I didn't you pay. paid for the ability to sit in a chair, and that chair has the ability to recline. You're choosing not to use it. But I didn't choose the chair because it reclined. But it doesn't matter. You're using semantics that make no sense. You are sitting. It's like saying you bought this cell phone, but you choose not to use the apps. So at what point? You know, it's like you're you paid for it. So at what point, as a traveler, do you? Consider those around you, or just say, fuck everybody else, I'm going to do whatever I want to do. I think you would say, why can't I do what everybody else can do? Why do I have to stop doing what everybody else is able to do? Should everybody else do it? Why would they make a chair that reclines if you're not allowed to recline? I'm not saying that allowed. But you are. You're saying that I need to choose not to use the very thing. It's like if there was a cup holder, but then you don't get, you can't use the cup holder. But everybody else can use the cup holder. But you can't. So when your thing tips over and falls and spills on you, you get mad. But you're mad at what? The fact that you made a choice not to use the damn cup holder. No. It's like that weird self-policing thing. No. If don't make a fucking chair that reclines. Okay. That's how you fix that. You lock all the chairs down. They all stay in an upright position. And nobody reclines unless there's space behind the chair for the other person. Because part of the way that they could fix that problem is to not have the chair fixed when it reclines. Right. It's is to have the chair slide or just, or just slid forward. Right. Thus giving the person behind the chair, because on trains they did this. Right. The, the space behind the chair does not change. Nope. Not and, at all. Uh, and the table does not move. Nope. And that means when I access the table, I don't bother <laughs> the person in front of me. And when they lean back, it doesn't move the table. That's just an engineering problem, isn't it? Yep. I told you this is a design issue. They they are have to they have to choose to then design things that are gonna make sense for that situation. Give everybody lazy boys and be done with it. Yeah. Because lazy boys do that thing where when it, the, the seat slides forward a bit in order to let the back down, which thus gives you the space. Yeah. I don't think self-policing is the way to go there. I don't think, it's not considering. It's just denying yourself what everybody else can do. And that's not necessarily fair. Like, I can't move my seat because he's sitting behind me. That's not fair. Fucking move. What if you can't move? No, but that's my set. That's my point. Move where you can be comfortable. But what if you can't move? But isn't move? that the airline's job? Isn't that the flight attendant's listen. job? To walk back and say, we see that you don't have a lot of space. Can we move you up to the emergency row where you're going to have a little more space? Yeah, I'll do that from now on if I can. <clears throat> but I'm saying that would be the management by the airline that would make sense. And then they put somebody behind me because you're behind me. And they'd say, you know, well, can you be comfortable here? And they would say, yeah, I got plenty but of But what if they say, okay... You're, we see that you're squeezed in. Can we move you? But the person in the other row won't move. Say they want to move Aaron to an emergency and he row. he doesn't want to move. Not Aaron. The person who's already in that seat. What are you talking about? I was talking about him moving. 
Yeah, but it, well, there's usually somebody already in the seat. Oh, you're talking about where he, he would move to. Yeah. Swapping. Because that happens all the time. Yeah, but that's a choice. I mean, that's a choice that people have, right? Airlines are now getting to the point where... I don't know why people are going to hold on to their seat, though. It's not yours. It was never yours to begin with. But you pay for it. No, but it was never yours. Okay, but you still pay you for pay your for seat. You pay for it. No. You paid for a seat on the plane. No. That particular wait, seat. Wait. wait. That particular seat you didn't get assigned to usually until you checked in. Sorry. You don't do the bookings. No, no, no. I'm saying I you. Do, but Aaron, you don't own it. It's not fucking yours. But you're not listening to no, what I'm saying. What I'm saying is it's not yours. It's never yours. It belongs to the goddamn airline. They can fucking move you anytime they fucking want to. Aaron. As well as kick your ass off. Can I please finish my sentence? I know, but what you're about to say doesn't make sense because it's never yours. Dude, I'm not saying that you you have ownership for the rest of your life. You don't have ownership at all. What I'm saying is, is when we book a flight, if I want to make sure that our family sits together, I have to pay an extra fee. That's fine. Which sometimes can be crazy expensive. But are you paying an extra fee for seat 32B, yes. or are you paying an extra fee to sit together? Sometimes both. Sometimes the seat I know, but fees are more expensive if, based on where they when, are. But when, uh, when the other people come and check in, they can move you at any moment. They can shuffle you around anytime they want to. When you go to check your bag, they can However, go into the system and go bing, 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 bing. What I'm Before saying. Before you are on the plane, but you are nowhere near each other. What and that's the that's what you pay the extra for, so that you yeah, but don't that doesn't do mean that. They have to hold on to that. Yes, it does. Are no, you, they yeah, don't. Yeah, there's there's you have the right to stay in your seat. You do not no, have no, no, to no, give no. it up. What I'm saying is, at the time of check-in, no. they can move your ass. <sighs> why do you think that? Why do you think that you get owners like you get to hold on to it? You hold on to nothing. You own nothing on that plane except your shit. Okay, next time I won't pay the fee. No, that's not what I'm saying. We can sit I don't think you're, the plane. I don't think you're hearing me. That has not, it has nothing to do with you. This is what airlines can do. Just like you argue about not getting up, they can kick your ass off that plane. Period. No questions. Okay. No nothing. They can fucking remove your ass right then and there. Let me get back to For my being point. angry. Let me get back to my point. <laughs> so... So now the airlines are charging all these extra fees to sit families together. Yeah. So one mom posted this week that she got on the flight and she had forgotten to get the assigned seat, like pick her seats ahead of time. And she was flying with her 16-year-old daughter and her 3-year-old son. And the son was sitting next to a stranger. The daughter was almost in the back of the plane and the mom was somewhere else. So the flight attendant asked the guy if he would be willing to swap with the mom. And the guy said no. And she's like, okay, great. His name is blah, blah, blah. And here is his backpack. If you, he needs a snack, there you go. And the guy was like, wait a minute, what? You mean the kid's going to stay here? And she's like, yeah, this is his seat. And he's like, no, I'll move. But they would have literally made this three-year-old sit apart from his parent because she forgot to get the seats. You know, I see, but I don't, I don't, I'm not, 
I, these are issues that used to be never <laughs> issues. Right. You know, because if you've been if you flying for 30, 40 years, th these are not things that should ever come up. But these are things that airlines are now doing to, to make, make more it money. and to make it less comfortable for people with families, with young children to fly because having a young child fly usually inconveniences or makes people angry around them. Yeah. So they know that they want to keep them off the plane. Yeah. It's like when the baby starts crying, right? Headphones. You know, the baby starts crying and then everybody on the plane is basically unhappy with their flight experience because of a baby flying. And and they don't have a good way of fixing that problem because this is just a bunch of humans all together on a in a tin can. Right. You know? And I I don't I I don't really think that they should try to make it worse you know and it, it should it shouldn't be a what i'm saying is for that mother that has that situation two young children different ages put them together yeah you fucking put them together you move people because i have seen <coughs> and it's happened to me before where you go up to check in at the gate and they are still moving people around yeah. based on what has happened, like who has showed up. And they will say to you, do you mind to not be on, in the aisle? Or do you mind not being at a window? And we can move you over here like you're flying alone, right? Nope. It really doesn't matter where you are on the plane when you're flying alone. Right. It really doesn't. I mean, the type of chair might matter. But the where on the plane it, right. it has no meaning for you. Well, when Air Kiko were flying from China to the U.S., they were unaccompanied minors, and they had separated them, which I thought was crazy because we bought the tickets together. The woman said in the airline when I bought them that they would be sitting together, and Aaron had to say something about, you know, I need to sit with my sister, and they moved him. No, they moved her. Oh, they moved her to you. But that's, that's the were, point, though. Uh, it was weird. They set me in a three-row or a three-lane thing where nobody else was sitting, and then they set Keegan over, up and over, and it was like, why? There's, no, there's plenty of space here. There was no reason for her to move. So, yeah, I think. I, I, like I said, this is, this is a decision by the airlines to value quantity over quality. Yeah, absolutely. Because they can they can make any decision that they want to make, they can do it when that flight is, is burning. <laughs> I mean, they can move your fucking luggage around. Right? They can take your luggage right out of your hand at the gate and stick it under the plane. Yep. They can take your luggage out of the, the Overhead, overheads right? and move it around yep. and separate you from your luggage your overhead stuff. Because they did that on our trip to Cancun. Stuff. Like, they moved me and Keegan all the way to the very front of the plane, but our luggage was still way back in the yeah. middle. But, I mean, they, they can do whatever they need to do in order to get that plane off the ground with everybody comfortable. You right. know, when they when they look down and they say, do you want to, like, what happens? Do you want to sit in the emergency row? When someone says no, now you got to shuffle people around if it's a full flight. Right. You know, so why are they making it so that 
oh, you have to pay for this, you have to pay for that, you have to nickel and dime people to the point where it's like opening up a bank account. Yeah. Where they want to nickel and dime you for wanting to see a person. Yeah. <laughs> or being able to get your your statement online to be able to print it or go into the bank to get a statement. They charge you up for all that nonsense. It's it's ridiculous. Would you have it the woman see? I've already done it. But would you have continued if she didn't move? Probably, yeah. Would you have said something to her? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I don't think that that I mean, sure, she wants to recline, but you can tell that's not a small dude. That's a big guy. Yeah. That's squished in the very back of the plane. Yeah. And being that big guy, yeah, I'm either going to make it so that you can't move or you're not going to want to because... I'm not going to have my experience be even more terrible because I'm already uncomfortable. Yeah. The seat's already too narrow. The belt already doesn't fit right. I mean, the only the only good flights that I've had were Air Malaysia and the one on Cancun when we were in the emergency room. Yeah. Those are the only extra two. Space. Yeah, Air Malaysia is is pretty comfortable and but it's the the seat size. Yeah, the seats are the, comfortable. The belts, like, and in the emergency row, that belt had slack without being extended. Except, which brings another thing, because... I could actually tighten the belt, which I've never been able to do. I don't understand why the seat belts are different sizes. The seat belts should all be the same size. So... Keegan and I both had an issue with the seatbelt in the emergency row on our way to Cancun. So they made us move to a different place because if we needed an extender, we couldn't sit in the emergency row. Which is weird. But when we got back up to the, the other row, I clipped my seatbelt without a problem, tightened it with no problem, and then Keegan still needed an extender. But when we went on our way back, neither one of us had a problem with the seatbelt. In the same seats. Look. And I know I didn't lose that much weight. You didn't lose. I didn't lose a Yeah, I didn't lose a pound. Come on, that's like... I mean, I did walk a lot, but I didn't lose weight. I don't know, that, that, that part, that problem, the, when we were going, felt like, oh, this is their way of making sure that somebody of a certain size doesn't sit here. Yeah. That's what it said to me. Yep, me too. But on the way back, you were able to sit in those same seats. Then it became, now it seems like a problem of the seatbelt. Right. Like, yeah. The seatbelts were different sizes. Why would they be different sizes? And they were different sizes on that or that first flight because when I went to the other seat and I was like, No, no, no. What I'm saying is, in the emergency room, uh huh, they made this, <laughs> this is what I thought. They made it smaller on purpose. Yes. But then on the other one, of course, they wouldn't be smaller because it wasn't an emergency row. Right. That's what I was thinking. But then when on the way back, we found out that you could sit in the emergency It's like, then, then why? What was going on on that other flight? Right. What was happening? Yep. 
The seat belts are just not all the same length. It's all bullshit. Which means, you know, quantity over quality. Or, or the seat belt was stuck. Yeah. Under the seat. It yeah, was stuck yeah. down there and you weren't getting the full the full thing. Yeah. Like it was there, but it was stuck on yeah. something or whatever. In conclusion, there's make a better planes. I, I I think they be respectful of others. Shit. Okay. Yeah, but that's back like, to yeah. the self police. Okay, if you yeah. if you recline and the person behind you says, "Excuse me, could you please sit up? This is causing me pain." Sit your ass up. Okay, that sounds good. But then why, why can't I recline though? Because you're hurting someone. I know, else. no, no. Why can't I recline? I, I paid for this seat and I can't recline. Because you're causing harm to someone else. I know. I don't so care now it's the problem the of the airline. Right. This is not my problem, and that's where the anger comes in. And I think that's the problem is we don't think about the other person. No. So what I the, paid the for airline this. was supposed to think about the other person. Aaron, I get that. But in that. It moment, wasn't me that I'm supposed to think about the other person. But in that moment. In that moment, it's the airline's fault. You're like, fuck it, it's the airline's fault. You yes, pain, it's the I'm airline's fault. Yes. No. Well, think of, no, 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 no. Remember, we're, when, when you said in those seats that were that wide. Literally could not <laughs> feel my fault fucking was it? legs. Whose fault I, was it? We had tons of delf room. I had so much leg room. I couldn't touch the thing in front of me, but I could yep. not move my legs. I could so, not feel my legs for six hours. So whose fault was it? The airline. They stuck us in those chairs telling us we had lots of leg room and, and we couldn't even fit in the chairs. We had been upgraded to these little tiny ass fucking chairs. That nobody wants to fucking sit in. They and that's why they put us there. Because they didn't want to piss off Chinese people. God by damn sticking them there. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I... I, to me, it just seems like when you have the opportunity to have the comment cards and all that kind of stuff, they better take those things seriously because they're going to lose people flying. I mean, people, people are already uncomfortable when flying. Yeah. If you make it more uncomfortable, then why would they choose that method of transportation outside of the fact that they want to get there fast? Yeah. Right. You know? But if you make it uncomfortable, people are going to start making different choices. You know, especially to move around inside of a country. Yeah. Because everywhere minus the U.S. and Mexico, I guess, they have another option that's at almost as fast or better. Yeah. Which is the faster trains. They yeah. have another way that is far more comfortable. In Mexico, you certainly don't have a train. They no. do not have passenger don't get that trains. Option. In Mexico. Just so you know. If you're ever wondering, they don't have it. So, I don't know. I Make better got? planes and, you know, airlines fix the things. I remember <laughs> when flying was comfortable and people could smoke. Yeah. There was a picture I saw where it was like a picture out of a pamphlet. People have like trays of food mm-hmm. and steak dinners. Oh, and yeah. The huge seeds and then it's like, man, if it's like this now, I wonder what it would be like in 50 years. And then it's this dude with a neck pillow and he's like, <laughs> he's fat dude laying on his neck. That's what it would be like in 50 years. Because you got people sitting next to you sneezing and coughing on you and 
spilling their things on you. The planes have like gotten bigger and the amount of people has gone up so high that they're just you're just a sardine. The, the bigger plane doesn't mean anything. Right. It's just more sardines. Yeah. My friend who is uh, the news anchor in Texas, he was flying recently and the person next to him literally spilled an entire beverage on him because he was the person wasn't paying attention and hit the glass and it covered it. And he's like and all the, the flight attendant did was give me a Kleenex. What else are they going to do? One single piece. I'm just oh, like... Please. <laughs> what are you going to do? I mean... I, I don't know. Like I said, it's not, it's not a system today designed around comfort. It is a system... The entire system is designed for... I mean, think about it. From the time you walk into the airport to the time you get to your destination, the airport the airport experience is the worst part of your trip. Oh yeah. You know? And and people people have been kind of taking it. Right. But I, honestly that that if you don't make that better, and a lot of the airports try to make it better by the restaurants that they have, the shopping uh -huh. that they have. But they still have to deal with stuff. the security agents and customs officials and blah, 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 and their shit getting broken. Like the guy from Mali had an irreplaceable handmade instrument, instrument yeah. that yeah, I heard. was personalized. destroyed. Personalized instrument was destroyed and the inside of his case was a, uh, a note in Spanish that said, um, intelligent security makes uh, the world easier, or it makes travel easier or something like that. And they destroyed, completely dismantled this man's instrument. Mm -hmm. Why? What did that do? They took it apart. They took it apart, like the whole heart. That meant that they, they could have verified that it was, in fact, not a bomb or not a threat to the plane. But the problem is, even if you don't know what kind of instrument it is, there are ways of, non-destructive ways, of looking inside of something. Right, they like yeah. put it through an x-ray machine or I mean, something. It, once you did that, you knew that it was fine. Once you x-rayed it, you yeah. knew that it was and fine. And the man's argument was, would they do this to a Stradivarius violin? Right. No, they wouldn't. No, they wouldn't. Because they would recognize what it was, and <coughs> they would just look inside. They would eyeball it and go, okay, yeah, this is all good. There's nothing inside of it that's not supposed to be there, and move on. Right. But, yeah. All right, what else you got? Stupid airlines. That's it. We still don't have a new place to live. Still don't have a new place to live. It's getting to the point so now. So what does it mean that the the contract was too aggressive? Yeah, what does that mean? I don't know because when... Okay, so I had sent this information. I found the house on Facebook Marketplace. Um, that's I've been looking for houses for a while because we were told initially we had to leave this place in January and then we were given the option to stay. And so I stopped looking in December. So I went back to Marketplace and was looking and found a place that was suitable for our family, that was not much more than what we're paying now, that was close to work. And so I sent it to the head of the foreign teachers because 
foreigners in other countries usually cannot rent a property on their own without help from their employer. The employer has to provide some sort of documentation, whatever. So he finally contacts the person. I run into him um, one day and he said, oh, the guy's asking for a bunch of paperwork, blah, blah, blah. I'll let you know when we can go and see it. Next day I get a message saying, we're gonna go either on Thursday or Friday to see the house and you have to, some other things you have to do. And I said, okay, great. Let me know what time so that I can have Aaron join us. Oh God. So, so then he gets the, he, I, I start asking, okay, when are we going? When are we going? Because he hasn't said anything now. Oh, we're not going to go to see the house because the contract is too aggressive. And I'm like, what does that mean? Well, there are too many fees. There are too many restrictions. There's, there's just too much. Basically the school wouldn't sign the contract. Right. Because we don't sign the contract. Right. Also from the pictures you sent, we didn't have a kitchen. Well, they just didn't give all the pictures. It's it's not that there wasn't a kitchen in a four bedroom house. Now it may have been tiny. Hey, I'm not ruling anything else at this point. So now I've been looking again and there is nothing in our area in the area where we need to want to be that is affordable. Nothing. I started looking in this area yesterday because we aren't far from school. It takes me eight minutes on average to get to and from work. So we could stay in this area, but there's not a whole lot around here right now either, which so I don't understand. what happens have they even addressed the idea that if we can't find a place, then what happens? I don't know, because I said that we only have... Because it's not really up to us to find. We have 13 days. I know, but it's not really up to us to find. It's for up to the school to find. Right. We have 13 days to find a place to live and move out. Well, we're not moving, though. But you said the school's moving us. Yeah, but we still have to pack all of our things. We haven't packed a thing. Not well, a single why thing. Why would we? We have nowhere to go. Why would we pack anything? No matter what we Why would you pack anything? You have nowhere to go. As far as I know, no matter what, we can't stay here. That's not, that can't be true. I don't know. It literally can't be true. I know. What is the lady going to do? What are they going to do? They're going to say that you're going to keep, I don't know. It, can the school allow us to be homeless while you're working there? I don't think, think about so. that. I don't think that's a thing that they can really do. So we'd have to go somewhere. We have to go somewhere. Well, they'd have to have us go somewhere. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's, that seems weird to me that... And I already paid half of the rent for this month. What? When I checked my pay stub yesterday, oh, God. Um, they did take out the half of the rent. Because I, they take out half in the front, half in the back. And so I paid half of the rent for this month. For March. Right. For March. Not for this month. No, for March. So we've paid rent in a place that we aren't in yet.
many, so many things. Eventually, I'll, I'll, I'll have a discussion about Mexico. When we're not here anymore. I don't know if it's then. I don't know if it, I don't know. If, I don't know if I can keep the cap on the bottle that long. <laughs> eventually, there will be a discussion about Mexico. Well, I did, I did ask this week uh, because they've been saying that they're going to ask ask us if we want to come back next year or tell us if we're invited to come back next year. Because I guess if you've been there for more than a year, they ask if you're going to return. But if you've only been there a year, they tell you whether or not you're going to be able to return. So I asked, when is this going to happen? Because I need to know. And oh, it'll happen after the, the observations in March. And I said, okay, great. I need to know because if I'm not going to be asked back, my family will leave the country. So please don't wait until May to tell us because I need to know because I have a family of four that I have to think about. And the whole room just kind of looked at me like, really? And I said, yes. Really what? Like I would leave, like I would leave the country. I yeah, why wouldn't I leave? I've been here two years. It's time to go. Go see something else, do something else. Is anybody else in that group that was with you expats? Only one other person. Exactly. So, of course, they're not going to be thinking, leave the country. Yeah. I mean, if you left the job in the States, nobody's going to think, leave the country. They're all going to think, go to another job in the same city. Right. And I wouldn't do that. So. Okay. What else you got? I don't have much else this week because, you know, it was a crazy week at work. And it was a crazy week, but I don't have anything to say. Well, we just had a lot of activities because of Valentine's Day. I will. I saw a post yesterday. Um, it was a family member had posted this picture of her son's uh, Valentine's party in the classroom. And they had like six boxes of pizza and candies and cupcakes and muffins and and chocolates and juices and whatever. They had so much shit. And I asked Mexico? No. Oh. Your cousin Michael's Okay. Son. I, so I, the answer was no. no. I said a family member. I don't I don't know whose family you were talking about. I, but okay. Yours. Continue. Um so <laughs> could have been anywhere. I'm like, holy crap, did you buy all this stuff? And she said, well, I put 30 in, and another another mom put 30 in, and the school put 30 in. And I was like, so you spent 90 bucks, essentially, on all this stuff. She's like, yes. I was like, oh, my God, how many kids? 23 kids. But there were like 36 of everything. I said, okay. And then I sent a picture of my classroom. The, the, the food that the parents had sent to share for 24 kids, I was freaking out that there was not going to be enough food because more than half of my 24 kids did not bring any lunch, even though they were instructed to bring lunch. And so I had like little teeny half sandwiches and itty bitty, um, what are the, the silver dollar pancakes and a tiny bit of grapes and a little container of papaya and two bags of microwave popcorn and two tiny bags of Doritos. That's all the food I had for 24 kids. And I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? How many kids did I in the photos? 
There's a photo. I have photos. Yeah. There's like a box of milk and a and a little uh, shopping bag of juice boxes. Sure. And I'm just like, oh my god, what am I gonna do? These kids are gonna I'll be starving. You can't do anything. I I I, 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 I don't in the school. I don't I don't get <clears throat> one. On a daily basis, the kids come to school. Why would they not come with lunch that day? I don't so know. So I don't, I don't get that. That's first. That be the and if they're supposed to come with lunch and something else. Something to share. Why, they should at least have lunch. Yeah. And that was the direction. Like, the kids need lunch and bring something to share. But more than half of the kids did not bring any lunch. They brought empty plates and silverware. Like I said, but at some point there will be a discussion about Ritsuno. Because this isn't the first time this has happened. This happened in our last school every time we had some sort of I thing. Think, I think the problem is the idea of everybody brings something is not the same as everybody bring food. Right. So bringing something could be paper things or plastic things. Well, at least in this school, they don't do what they did in the last one, where mom was going to bring pizza for lunch for the birthday party, and the kids don't, like, they say it in the WhatsApp group, oh, I'm going to bring pizza for lunch, and so the, the parents don't bring any lunch, or send any lunch for the kids, because they think, oh, their kids are, are going to have pizza, and then they get this teensy-weensy-tiny single slice of pizza, and maybe a cupcake, that the kids don't want to eat because the cupcakes don't taste good. So now they're starving because all they had was a tiny slice of pizza. I'm sorry, but that, like I said, that sounds like a problem of parenting. Yes. Because as a parent, I would never I'm just, like, just going to send them a normal lunch. Yep. And then if they don't eat it, if they you don't, don't eat it, it, it becomes snack after school. Yep. Or, you know, why change up? can't. You can't eat nobody, this stuff. Nobody thinks about that. Yeah. Nobody thinks of food allergies. Oh, I'm going to send peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. My child has a peanut allergy. And well, I sent him with no food. But in schools well, that are smart, they don't even allow... Like here... Uh, it, or what if they don't eat... Pepperoni. Pepperoni. Uh, pepperoni and they're smothered in pepperoni or ham well, and my, my point is... Always send your child. Why would I mean? Yep. You s it's not like the child is going to a cafeteria where they're buying food every day, right. and you yeah. can send them with money. So if that's taken off the table, <laughs> and you're always sending food with these kids every day anyway. Send food on those days too, yeah. as well as whatever else for the party, and let them have that bag, have their little lunch thing, because you never know what's going to happen that day. Now, something did happen this week that would never happen in the U.S. Um, I had a child come to me and say, Mrs. Farr, I don't like this. It's, it was some cucumbers or something. And I said, okay, great. Just leave it in the container, put it back in your bag, and take it home. When mom unpacks your bag, bag tell her you don't like those. He's like, oh, that's a good idea. So then another kid comes up and says, Mrs. Farr, I don't like this. I don't know what the hell it was. It was some bread with cheese and maybe Nutella. It looked disgusting. Um, he's like, I don't like this. And I said, okay. I gave him the same instruction. Put it back in your bag, tell mom. The next thing I know, the other boy comes up with the bread thing in his hand and he said, Mrs. Farr, he doesn't like this. Can I eat it? 
in the US, you can't let them eat it. But here, I'm like, sure, go ahead. And he's like, really? Because this kid just came from Texas. He knows that that's not acceptable in the US. Because there's all kinds of those allergies. food allergies. Oh, wow. and, and a child, this child, doesn't know that you have that allergy. Right. And you don't know what's inside of the thing. And you so might, you can't yeah. stop it. And at five yeah. years old, you might not know what you can't eat. Exactly. See, yeah, I, we used to trade food because we all knew what we had. But you're not supposed to. Yeah, well, we did it anyway. So, uh, he gave the he other kid the cucumbers, no. <laughs> and the other kid got the sandwich, and then afterwards, he said, Mrs. Farr, I could never do this in Texas. I said, I know, honey. He's like... But I see kids eating other kids' food every day. So as soon as the kids pull out their lunches, a few of them will get up and go and survey what the others have and then, like, just take. They don't even ask. They just take from their food. So we didn't do that. But, yeah, we knew, like... But I that's never, a cultural thing. I never give a friend who... All of us knew you had a peanut allergy. I'm not going to give you a racist. That'd be dumb. But I'm you just going to try to kill you. <laughs> right? It's like... Yeah, I used to trade things in Lunchables, and we used to do that all the time. But if I, saw him, if I saw them do it, I was supposed to stop them. That was my job. We all knew, you have this allergy, you can't eat this, I can't eat this, so we never gave each other but you know, things it's, that we could eat. I watched the kids do it all day, but then I watched the teachers do it too. They like share food and like... One person will have a piece of cake, and they're like, oh, here, have a bite, have a bite. Oh. And they're all eating from the same utensil. Oh, gross. No, uh-uh. <laughs> nope. Can't do that. Uh-uh. And I always said, no, thank you, I'm good that, with my That's allergy. how the virus spreads. That's exactly how it happens. Listen, I have been saying this all week because the coronavirus is now that they're saying um, it's... There is a new name. What is it now? What? You don't know the name? Keep talking, I'll find it for you. Um, but they're like CBP something. Yeah, they're now they're that it's it's been revealed that it's actually not declining at all. It's increasing. Oh, I didn't think that it was declining. They, well, they, they were. They were was, they, for a day, I think that was the yeah. story. Oh. Then the next day, they said. There are like 256 yeah, more deaths. Yeah, Frank was like, it got worse. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I have been telling everyone, if you want to see how this shit spreads, put Plague Inc. on your device and play Plague Inc. Yeah, Plague Inc. will change how you behave. That is scary. Because when you first had me put it on my iPad in Wuhan, Wuhan. We would watch people I think that's on when the, the mobile game came out. Yeah. We would watch people on the subway and people on the buses and the trains and, the trains the and in the in the malls and we would just be like, Oh my god, this is where the epidemic starts. That used to be our joke and now this is where the epidemic starts. Okay, so I don't know how to say this. Okay. I have not I actually heard Back up, Hufflepuff. <laughs> I haven't heard anyone say this yet, but it's C O V I D 19. COVID? I have not heard anybody say <laughs> it, though. I think that I've, I've only heard them say C O V I D 19. So, because coronavirus is not a name of a virus, it's the name of a group of viruses. 
Oh, so this so, is another strain of it. No, no. This is the specific thing that we're fighting against. It's not something new. It is the one thing that started. It needed a name. It didn't have a name. It was just part of this family of viruses. So this particular strain now has a name. It is COVID, which they did so that they, there was no stigmatization of people from China and blah, blah, blah. Did you see that the French health minister announced the first death of a coronavirus patient in Europe? And it was a Chinese tourist. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure they're going to start finding a whole lot of people that got out. Yeah. They, well, they flew out well, prior said, to knowing that they were sick. Jess was telling me that there was a case in Poland because I guess they had like stopped all the flights from China and there was this one last flight that they were getting any Polish nationals out and this Chinese guy wanted to go and paid a lot of money and the guy was the the airline was like okay go and he had the virus but see at some point you're so not you're, you're not symptomatic so right. you you have no idea that you have anything you're just wanting to get your people what if you're trying to get certain people out and not let other people in you shouldn't let you shouldn't have you shouldn't okay, be able but to when you say you then. there's a difference between the country that you're describing as opposed to the airline okay, who wants the person to spend the money on the ticket right. <coughs> see, well just look at Okay, so one of the teachers we worked with in Wuhan married someone from Zimbabwe. They had two children. The children are Americans. He's an American. The American consulate contacted them and said, you need to evacuate Wuhan. We're going to take you out. And he said, okay, but what about my wife? And they said, well, she doesn't have a visa. She can't go. So he and the children stayed. Okay, you that, say okay, but now that's everybody's, not okay. everybody's in danger of no. potentially contracting the virus. So she, from my point of view, she should have been given an emergency clearance to leave. She should have been if able to go with her family. Yeah. yeah. But, but I don't think government cares about families at that point. Ooh, that's a big statement. I mean, I, well, I don't think, think governments that. care about families. Think about it. If you have that, Shots fired. If you have that situation... <laughs> Several of them have are have American passports, and one of them doesn't. Who who's the priority then? The Americans. Exactly. So they're not going to care about your relationship at that point. Yes, but your relationship is a legal relationship, and that person, if you're married, they're married. Then you're. It seems like you would. They would get more deference. As a married, and they've a been person married, married for, to a citizen. And they've been married for nearly five years, so it's not like, you know, it's a, a new thing. Right. It wasn't a marriage to get them out. It right. It was a marriage that was, existed prior to this thing happening. Right. Yeah, I don't know. They, they, I would say that even though um, the World Health Organization has been saying, stop trying to close borders. Because that does not help the it problem. Doesn't it doesn't because that's because things like the guy from China paying the Polish airline extra money, they still get out. Right. People people go to different lengths that then can't be tracked, and then you end up seeing the things popping up yep. all over all all over the place. As opposed to 
do the screenings, do the checking, check the temperatures, do whatever you can do to find out if the person has it because then you can treat them. But you can't treat them if you never see them and if they go somewhere else and they don't feel... Uh, watch Outbreak, people. Watch the movie Outbreak. The movie Outbreak shows this where people feel just fine. They get on the plane. They start to feel not so great, but they think they have a cold or a flu. And then they... Or they're get, tired. Or... They, right. And then they get home and now they're full-blown sick. But they, they, they've already infected... The entire plane. 10 people, 20 people or whatever. And then... They're sick at home, and you never knew that they were sick at any point. But if you would have had the screening things, you would have known that, that maybe they were starting. Yep. They were starting to have it, and you could have treated them before they ever got on the plane to infect all the other yep. people. They're starting to have this term now. What is it? It's not, I don't know what it is. Not, not super infectors, but super spreaders, I think it's called now. Really? Where, yeah, people that infect, they would use it. They they get on the plane, they infect 30 people. Yep. As opposed to the one person that infects one person. Yep. Yeah. There, there, there's a, now a term for those people. Well. I think it's super spreader. The, our kids in the school have been, there's been something going around. And I think I might have brought it home to Keegan. Because Keegan was really sick yesterday, vomiting all day long. Yeah, I who knows, but my kids have, like a lot of my students have had sore throat, which I've had the last two days, um, stomach issues where they're vomiting, uh, fever, and the parents still send them to school. Like the child throws up the night before and then they send them to school the next morning, which is Just so dumb. It's, it's against like, school policy, first of all. But the, who's there to enforce it? The nurses. If these kids walk into my classroom, like one day this week, the child wasn't there on Friday. He comes in on Monday. He literally opens the door to the classroom and <coughs> all over the classroom, first three steps in the door. And I'm like, dude, go down to the nurse. The nurse is like, oh, he just has a cough and, so, and a runny nose. It's okay. But he's just coughed all over my classroom. Literally walks in, coughing all over everything, doesn't cover his mouth. So now everything in that area that's going to be touched all day long has his cough on it. And then these kids are going to eat lunch and touch your face and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So now they're coming around and they're spraying Lysol on my door. And they're wiping down the door frame. The problem is my yeah. kids are five. Most of them only come up to just above the door knob. So why are they wiping the top of the door frame? And not the whole door, like from from above the doorknob all the way to the floor. Oh, now, so they no, I have a lady that comes in every single day and bleaches the shit out of my room. Yeah, how's that working out for you? It's not, because Everybody's she, gone by she does it after school, and yeah. then the kids come in the next morning coughing all over the place. Yeah, it doesn't help. Yeah, but if you don't, if you don't separate them... If you're not quarantined, uh, choosing to quarantine your child at home when you think that they have the slightest thing, if you don't do that. Right. Like, I had a child that left on Tuesday at 11 o'clock because she had a fever, her throat hurt, and her tummy hurt. And then she was back to school yesterday. She didn't come back on Wednesday, and she didn't come back on Thursday. So, her mom sent her back on Friday because she wasn't feeling good. 
But the problem was is she was at school with a fever. Wait. Which means she, she was contagious. She sent her to school because she didn't feel good? No, she sent her, she didn't send her to school. Oh. But she was at school on Tuesday for several hours with a fever, which means she's contagious. There are so many other things, like parents have to, you, you either be super paranoid and as soon as you have a cough or a sneeze, you say, okay, you can't go to school. Yeah, but you can take care of um, either that or you just send them to school because you don't want apparently because you don't want them to be there. Apparently that's a thing. A super spreader is a generic term that means someone will disproportionately infect a large number of people with a virus. I have 24 of them in my classroom. Nah, you can't say that. Well, okay. They're, they're not, you can't say that because that means each person would be infecting, I think, ten or more people. That's not that. Well, that if they're coughing and sneezing the on case, their friends. No, no, no. Ten or each person. Um, more. Ten or more people. That's not the same thing. Right. That's not the same thing. That's not one person infecting one person infecting one person infecting one. That's not a super spreader by these standards. But that's the thing now. They're talking about this one person that infected 11 people they're calling them a super spreader mm -hmm. so that's why I said the 10 or more so I don't know yeah I think it, it, it's really crazy uh, listening to all the stories of the, the people I know in China that are like they have to have a fever check and they have to have a, a, like a, a, pat, a written note to leave their house to go get groceries a note from teacher but the, right now, one of my friends posted a video of her apartment complex. And in China, when you have big complexes, most of the time there are small markets in front or attached or... Nearby. Nearby, within walking distance. Yeah, Frank said, well, if you can't go outside, then shouldn't there be some sort of um, shop under your building? It's like, dude, we live in a house. <laughs> we don't have right. anything under like in in Benchi, that would have been great for like Jess and Brandy, and because they had a supermarket literally under their building, but we didn't have that. It was five minutes away. Well, that kind of supermarket. The other one was just a few steps away. However, yeah, just imagine the coronavirus in the Benchi walking street. Oh dear God! Oh my God! No! 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 no. <laughs> Every morning, plastic the entire building. Oh, oh God! But my friend showed this video of her built her shops, and everything was all closed up. And she's like, "It's getting harder and harder for us to get groceries because, and her kids haven't been outside in a, like almost a month because they're all quarantined into the house, and only one person can leave at a time. Like once a day, they can leave, and that's it." And so she's, she's like, it's a big struggle. And someone had posted that they, there was a, an article about expats that are, are stranded, who work and live in China, who are now stranded abroad. And this woman said, oh, this is a struggle I'd like to have. And then all these Being people. stranded? Well, because she doesn't understand. Like, sure, oh, cool, it'd be great to be, you know, stuck in a, in a vacation spot. 
But this woman comes back and says, I am the mother of a family of five and we are stuck in Thailand. We came here for a week. We have been here for nearly a month. We are not getting paid. We do not know when we can return. Our visas here are about to expire. We're gonna to have to leave the country and come back. You know, I was prepared for a week's vacation and now we've been here for all this time and accommodations are expensive and food is expensive. Yes, Thailand is cheap. But they get cheap when you're not making any money. And then your former former employee, she and her husband are trapped in Malaysia. They had to leave Malaysia because they've been there for 30 days and their visas were expired. They had to fly to Singapore and then go back. She just posted this week that this this uh, the school that where they work and most of the schools in China, all the whole country are suspended until May. So she's teaching online, but doesn't know if they're going to get paid because all that's still up in the air because they aren't in the, the country. And they left their Chinese bank cards in their apartment because they couldn't use them in Malaysia anyway. And it was a way to save money. You know, if I don't have my card, I can't spend the money. And now they can't even access their Chinese money because they don't have their cards. Yeah, I'm telling and you so, this. All of this, all of and all of this stuff, <clears throat> all of these businesses are going to have to solve these problems because they've got their employees stuck all over the place. Because mostly because spring festival is when people travel back home in China, oh, but yeah. it's also when all the foreigners then take vacations. Right, like and the they one go all over the place and now they can't get back. I know at least two, three people, three Americans, that had traveled back to the States for Spring Festival and now are stuck. They can't go back to work. Yep. And it, no matter, I mean, it's, they're going to have to figure out I think, what does this mean because they, they don't want to fire all these people, but they can't, people now have lives they have apartments they have stuff they have, <laughs> they have pets clothes, they have all these pets know. that are now yep. what was there like two hundred thousand pets in Guangzhou alone that were had been boarded that have been there for so long that there are now like charity groups that are trying to help out these borders to pay to help feed the pets. Yep. But I think Suzhou I read yesterday was the only place in all of China that was not in quarantine. Huh. And I don't know why Sujo is it. We even did, have they even figured out what the origin of this is yet? Yes. It was what? The bat and the pangolin? Okay, well, yeah, but which one? Saying, I know. That, those, were, those were contradictory. But, the, but wasn't the virus the same from both of them? I have no idea. I mean, the thing, I about, the, the thing about the pangolin was it was from a bat to the pangolin, people were then taking the pangolins and killing them and taking their scales. But I also saw the video of the woman eating the bat. I, like I said, I, don't, I have no idea. It's one of them. I don't think it matters. Nope, they Not just gotta, really. they've gotta rate it in at this point. They've got Now you need a, a method of treatment. Well, somebody asked me yesterday, how is this gonna affect the Olympics? Right. Whoa, 
But see, now, when you start talking about that, now we're, we're watching uh, events all over the world get canceled. Um, the golf tournament, women's golf tournament, that has been canceled. The uh, MWC, canceled. Mobile World Congress, where all the new cell phones come out. Yeah. Everybody, that's been canceled because people were, all these big companies were pulling out of it because they were like, we can't send our people to this. Right. And there are multiple events that are being canceled now that are coming up. And when you get to the summer, if this is still a something that can't be treated and it's it's move it keeps moving into yeah they're gonna have to start thinking about the Olympics because how do you bring all these people? I mean, basically nobody's gonna want to be in the Olympics at if if it keeps going like it's going. Just just everything just keeps rising the way right. it's going. Nothing else changes. Nobody's gonna want to be in the Olympics with anybody from China. That's gonna be first. Well, and that's a friend of mine who's from Inner Mongolia is going to university in Poland. And she had posted something about, yes, I'm Chinese, but I haven't been to China in two years. It doesn't, it's, but you're so, also not on the Olympic team. No, 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 no. But everywhere she goes, people act like she's a carrier. Like right. she's exactly. And you're going to get stigmatized. That's why the name is the way it is. That's the reason for the name to be the name that it is, so it doesn't stigmatize people. Yeah. So she's like, it's I'm not, it's not me. Stop treating me like I'm the yeah, plague but itself. But Chinese people are, essentially. I mean, that's the problem. People, people see. I mean, if all you hear is it started in China, if that's all you heard, right? Oh, well, then, then I gotta. How do I protect myself? Stay away from Chinese people. It doesn't matter if that person has lived in the states for the last twenty years. They've right. never been. That's, that's oh, irrelevant. They were more I don't know. Never I don't know China. where that person's from. Right. All I know is I they have to stay with Chinese people. Well, and, and it's not just Chinese at this point because, yeah. let's face it, most Americans can't tell the difference. I know. Between so you any Asian. Stay, so what do you do? You stay away from the Asians. You stay away from all those people. So there's the you know the xenophobia of. But I mean, I, but. It's just like uh, Ebola. Yeah. Who do you stay away from? African people. If they look African, now, uh, what do you? How do you do that? I don't know. Because that means if you're in a place like these states, you don't know who's African and who's not African. But the same problem is the Asian, well, and the same or the Chinese, or right. the Vietnamese, or whatever. So I mean, just honestly, there's no real protecting yourself from things like this. Um, wash, wash your hands. hands. Keep, wash, wash your hands, hands. Keep your hands out of your face, and you know. Use soap. I, I, honestly, just you can. You, I don't know. It's like protecting yourself from the flu. <coughs> oh, oh, see, there it is. She's got it. She's lived in Asia. I, yeah, I lived there for five. I, we lived there for seven years. She's lived in Asia. You right. I lived in Asia. Well, four, four of us. But she lived at the same time. <laughs> she coughed. I coughed, so I have it. She's got SARS. So she, she actually lived in Milan. We did live in Milan. <laughs> Look, she, why are you singling she her out? She coughed. I didn't cough. You so didn't cough. She coughed. So guess what? We have to now get the little mask and protect herself from her. Yeah, the mask. Have you seen the pictures from CCTV of the doctors who have like these massive impressions in their skin and cuts and stuff from having to wear the goggles and the masks for so many hours? And now, like, 
they're like almost. Yeah, but that's that's the problem with the mask. You're wearing the. They're crappy, because they're, like, no, they're no, they it's because they're wearing they're wearing them so tight. Right. Oh. And for so many seal. hours that then like there was one doctor who had like a cut like this and another one here. And but it would seem like if you're going to be a doctor that you would need the kind that is the whole head thing. Because you're wearing you a hazmat suit. Yeah. Well, some were, of them have those. Well, I'm talking about the ones that were on the inside. Yeah. Nothing is on your on your skin. Yeah. You're, it's just all around yeah. you because you are wearing it for. Oh, yeah, they're so wearing them like 12, 18 hours at a time. Right, right. That, to wear that one thing, that would be like, in the moment, put that on, but eventually, it's like, I gotta get out of that and get into something that I mean, we heard the, the story on the BBC this week, how the, the um, reporter was describing some of these doctors and nurses who were in hazmat suits sleeping on the floor of the hospital because they're working so many long hours and they can't go home. So they're they're sleeping on the floor in hazmat suits. I, I like I said, I, 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 how do you manage an outbreak? This is this is this is the problem. How does this actually get managed? And the other side of it is, how does it get managed when people want to deny that it's an outbreak? Right, like the guy, the, what, the governor? Well, they denied it first. The governor and the health minister the first, in Wuhan? The first doctor that died. Right. He, he died, but he was essentially the whistleblower saying that this was an outbreak, and they tried to silence him and say that he was spreading fear and confusion and... Yeah. And then basically lying to people. The guy and who then he was proven right. The 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 governor and is the mayor or some someone else in Wuhan were replaced this week. Yeah, but see, because they were the late. because they they didn't contain it. But from what the governor was saying is, but I couldn't do more than what I was allowed to do. See, I don't believe either. I don't I don't necessarily believe that because, like I said. They have all the power and they have no power Absolutely. at the same time. So you could have done something. They could have listened to the the, the doctor, doctor that was blowing yeah. the whistle in Wuhan. Yep. This SARS thing that happened a few years ago, that happened in Wuhan. So if the having AIDS that, epidemic in China started in Wuhan. So if having that knowledge yep. that minute, these so things all these start, things are coming out of Wuhan. Yes. Yeah. You know that when we went to and go you get, live there, so. When we went to go get our health check in Wuhan, I had to force the nurse to change her gloves and get a brand new needle. Okay, now you're trying to place blame on people in Wuhan. Are you trying to say it's their fault? Yep. I'm trying to say that they are the beginning of the plague. Yep. Or if it's happened three different times. Well, yeah. But is it three major epidemics come from that one city? But do you think it's the the practices of the medical establishment or it's something about the people oh. in the rural areas that well once it breaks out it's the, the medical people but right. do you think it's the the lack of good practices so who starts or is yeah or oh. is it the people and something about the culture of the people and what they're dealing with on a day-to-day -day basis i think it's a combination of the two I, because yeah, I, I as agree. someone who who had to fight with the nurse 
to give me a clean fucking needle when there are signs all over talking about the AIDS epidemic. I want you to remember this moment because this is the volume. Ooh. I know, right? And then she had the nerve to be angry with me because I insisted that she give me put on brand new gloves and get a brand new needle. Because you inconvenienced her. That's right. Because what they do, people, this is not even a joke. I'm not, this is no hyperbole. This is not hyperbolic. This is, this is straight up fucking fact. Here it comes. And all, they, and uh, you're about to hear the normal talk, by the way. They will put on the latex gloves. Two or three pairs. And then when they take the latex gloves off, like we would take them off and throw them in the garbage. They take them off and lay them on their desk. And then when the next patient comes, they pick those same gloves up and put them back on. Which is weird. If you're gonna do that, why not just keep them on? Because then you're gonna you're gonna get you're gonna them dirty sweat. by touching them. Uh, but you got them dirty things. by putting them. No, no, you're gonna get them dirty by touching all the other things on your desk and all the people, you know. So you if you want to keep them clean, you put them on your desk. No, if you want to keep them clean, don't wait because they're not clean already. They were clean when you took them out the box. <laughs> if you want to keep them clean. No, you man. put them on your desk. No. no, that's not how that works. Damn it. These be motherfuckers. These nasty. And you things. use that big giant one thing for the ultrasound, and you just keep shoving it up, women. You don't ever clean oh. that. Right? Man, right? man, that's right? That's, that's how you friends. keep it clean. You keep no. using it. You keep it clean when, by using it. When they said no. they wanted to give me my a... phone gets dirty when I put it down. When they said they wanted to give me a vaginal ultrasound and they took me to this room, there's an L-shaped bench with like 15 women naked, butt-ass naked, hip-to-hip naked, from the waist we down. understand what naked means. Touching one another naked. My. And I could, I could see the procedure being done on the table straight ahead with the one inside the woman and there's nothing on the table, no paper, no nothing, but her bare ass and the wand is inside of her and there is no covering on the wand. Man, these barbaric bitches. I mean, uh-uh, I, okay. that shit was not gonna happen. I lost my cool. My thing is, if there have been three separate epidemics of But that was a Benchi, that whole yes, wand understand. was Benchi. Three separate things of this proportion coming out of one place. Wouldn't you think that they change something? Granted, it is China, but still, wouldn't Man, you think that they change logic something? Logic don't live there. I know that's it, it, China. Logic but, does not live there. But wouldn't you think that the world around them would be like, y'all need to do something different, or something else would have to happen? For them to Again, do something. you are yes, trying I to put the logic in a place where logic dies. It dies yeah, as soon as it crosses the border. Any logic that they have learned outside of the country, they take it out of their head, they place it in the death box, and they go in and it's all gone. Yeah. Logic does not live in China. Yeah. Okay. We're not back to not no logic in China. There's no logic in China because he just said. There's three separate. Three separate things coming out of one place. Oh, you're talking about the the, the viruses coming yeah. out. Yeah. Well, the I mean, epidemics. But maybe maybe this has a direct. <laughs> it's like it's something like the climate, the area. Maybe, maybe it's the fact that there's a there's a big dam stopping the water from moving. Yeah. 
Yeah, the Three Gorges Dam. You know the big river that runs through Wuhan and goes all the, the way to Shanghai? The pineapple uh, building we went to the river. Okay, so the, the that that water is dammed up further west. It's okay. a big giant famous dam. You can look it up, the Three Gorges Dam. And maybe that has something to do with this. Maybe maybe it's environmental. And this is why maybe. they're 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 having these things, these events in this place. Because there's gotta be some reason why it's happening here and not further north and not further south. Also, probably is somewhat medical. But the medical establishment Especially the I AIDS thought was thing, more because, more yeah. more um Progressive than it was in the north. The and it oh, I I thought, okay hold on. I thought, okay, but with the AIDS thing, if they don't change gloves and needles, like yeah, that's exactly how that would spread. Okay, I'm doing a little mental comparison because yeah, I had to have what? medical intervention in both Benchi and in Wuhan. And they both try to kill me. Okay. Oh god. I'm not kidding because. In Benchi, they had the whole... Was it personal? Like, it was only you? No, no they no. were trying to kill They were trying to kill everybody. They just tried to kill folks. So, in Benchi, it was... They tried to tell me I had appendicitis, but I did not have appendicitis. And so they wanted to do a surgery, and there was no fucking way that was going to happen. I'd die in my bed before those bitches were cutting me open. And then... I don't know. Ass to ass, man. So then when I was in Wuhan, I had had bronchitis for six months. And when I went, finally went to the hospital and I told the doctor, you know, she's like, oh, you have this really chronic bronchitis. You need to have uh, intravenous uh, antibiotics. But let me tell you folks, they do that for every fucking thing. You have a cold. Here, let me give you an IV. Um. An antibiotic. An antibiotic. And uh, when I asked her what the name of the antibiotic was, because I'm allergic to some, and she told me the name, I said, okay, I can't have that, I'm allergic. She's like, oh, it's okay, it'll just itch a little bit. No, bitch, it will oh. kill me. And then she was, she, was, she was so angry with me, she like, basically threw me out of the hospital because I refused to take this medication that would have killed me. And so it's the medical establishment. But then the question then becomes, why Wuhan and not other places? So, because there's got to be something. There's got to be some something else in the environment as well. There's got to be other mitigating factors. So, I mean, it's pretty flat in Wuhan, and it's. Well, it, it, it could the be environmental. Like I said, it's the environment. I mean, maybe the same animals don't even live. Further north or further south, I, I don't know. They don't. Something, like something is going on green there. Space and yeah, something is going on there. There's over what? The last time I looked, there were more than 12 million people in this flat. No, no but it no can't green. just be a lot of people be, yeah, in China. People. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's got to be something else is going on that is allowing for contagions to be able to pop up in this one area. The way that they are. <coughs> yeah. Oh, there it is again. She was in Wuhan. <laughs> I was also in the classroom with 24 kids who were coughing and sneezing. I don't want to hear. Nobody. No. No. There's a lot of people that are in classrooms with children. That are, and they get it. Yes, is, but 
But you were in one. I was. So were you. So, two years ago, it was 11 million people. Come on, man. You were there, and you were there, and COVID-19. Okay. Um, when you showed us the behind the scenes of the night on Earth, and the guy got the guy to watch night on Earth, the guy that got bit by the macaque, and he had to get a shot, it's like, yeah, you kind of want to be there in Thailand for medical stuff. No kidding, because Thai, Thailand's medical services are great. <laughs> They're pretty good. You, you got you, That's like the place you want to get bit well, I mean, by something. <laughs> if you're a person used to Western medicine, basically you're going to get Western medicine in yeah. almost all With of, a outside of Outside of maybe the really super rural places. Like Or the public hospitals those. are even... Not as great as the private hospitals, but, but there's doctors. Still, but doctors, to be doctors in Thailand, they have to be trained. No, only if, only if they're international, work at the international hospitals. But I think those same doctors work in the other hospitals Sometimes, as well. Sometimes, yes. So their your your likelihood of getting good care is very high. Yeah. In still way better than China because in China they give you mud. You have you they what saved your life. It's not what they saved your life in Thailand. Yeah. Your life saved. Yeah. 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 Because you lived in Wuhan too. So did you. We all we are a fan. I am surrounded <laughs> by people who lived in Wuhan. <laughs> yeah, you're one of them. <laughs> yes, but I cannot surround myself. Uh, yes, they saved his life in Thailand because he had some and, serious. And this problems. saved me in China. This is what stopped the bronchitis was the jade. Oh, oh you're blaming the jade for your goodness? Yeah, that would be then. They gave us traditional traditional Chinese medicine. Well, the sure. traditional. Listen, if you're in China, go to the traditional medicine doctor. Do not go to a Western medicine doctor. No, because they still smoke in those hospitals. Not all of them, just in the north. Um, but just every single one in the north. In the traditional <laughs> medicine hospital, it's cleaner. It's more efficient. You get better care. And you get mud. And you get mud. Hey man, you might get pangolin scales. I'm sure that you do. Yeah, also, stop killing the pangolins. Pangolins are cute. They're adorable little things. And they, I believe they have the same problem that armadillos have. Ooh, the chlamydia? No, but they can carry things like that. That's, all why, animals, that's why they said see, that. All animals can carry things like that. Koalas that's and the, armadillos. You no, should no, no, no. never touch them. No. All, animals. Yeah, all animals. Chickens. Yeah. Salmonella. Bird flu. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 Anything. not. Thing, there's a whole bunch of viruses that come from the animals that we keep around us that we get stuff from them. Right. It's just a matter of how does it affect us. Right. Yeah. It's like, not a matter of do they affect us. Reptiles and lizards. Everything. Everything. Yeah. Everything. Yep. What else you got? That's enough. I watched. I watched some things. You watched, watched things? things? Yeah. Well, really one thing. I watched a good Can place. Can you talk about these things publicly? Sure. <gasps> I watched the good place. I've been watching the good place. I'm in. I think I'm on the first episode of season three now. Down deep into season three. Yeah, it's, it's funny. It's it's definitely worth. Oh watching. yeah, you should definitely watch it. Yeah, it's, we keep telling you to watch stuff, but that's that that that's, that's one. A, that's it, one it's freaking funny and, it's and ridiculous. I mean, yeah. 
you feel like that show is truly ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> you just look at you're watching and you're like, what? Yeah, that's happening. Like your reaction. And sometimes the characters <laughs> have that reaction. They're just like <laughs> What? Where did you even get that from? The one episode, a character says something, and the guy's like, "Okay, what?" <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, uh, "What? I don't understand." Yeah, there's a lot of moments like that. <laughs> and I know what happened, and I still don't understand. <laughs> and then I don't know. Let's see, we watched that. Finished the Defiant ones. If you haven't seen that, it's really good. Uh, what were you watching last night before you? You went to bed. The 100. Man. I'm That's one of those shows that I talked about previously that is old that I went back to watch on Netflix because I had never seen it before. Yeah. Key and I saw a scene over your shoulder. Which you do all the time. I know. We do all the time. But I was like, damn, I'm going to watch this one because she's a badass bitch. That's that's your criteria for watching it. No, like, but the, I had watched like because I mean, if that's the case, you would watch Stranger Things. No, exactly. I watched. We what saw like I don't know, maybe five or six minutes of a thing, just in, like intermittent. We didn't watch the whole sit and watch the whole thing, like I have done with uh, Castle Rock. I've watched entire episodes of Castle Rock with no watch, sound. But you also with no season sound. two, right? Of Castle Rock. With no, I was no watching sound. the first one with no, you. No, you did not. No, that was the second one. You were season. watching season two. That's why I kept telling you to watch it. To go back and watch it. Now, granted, you don't need season one to watch season two in Castle Rock at oh, all. okay. But to understand Castle Rock, you kind of do. To understand season two, you don't need season one at all. Well, and, and I've noticed the one... Except for a little bit. A, a teeny, a teeny bit, you might be. I noticed there was one episode that I watched while you, wait, while you had your headphones on. So I have no sound, folks. I'm watching the thing. And at the end, I asked you, did she just blah, blah, blah? And you're like, oh, no, no. She was talking. She wasn't ranting. Like, she wasn't yelling. And I'm like, oh, okay. But the rest of it, I, like, understood what was going yeah, but on. But I didn't get that, any of those. To get back, to circle back. To how people should watch shit. This is literally the worst way to watch no, it. No sound, no context, jumping seasons and watching over somebody's shoulder. It's like, come on now. That that's nobody designed a show for that. Just watch this show. Watch the show, man. You if, got Netflix just like all the rest of us. If you're wondering and you got time and opportunity. If you're wondering why why I'm watching over shoulders, because we have one TV in the house. And how many laptops? And, and how many iPads? Wait, wait, wait. We have one TV in the house. And it's in the living room. And Aaron, it's on Aaron's desk. And most it of is the time, not a TV on my desk. It is my monitor on my desk. Good God, it's a TV, man. When it, it has a remote. Look. <laughs> it is my monitor. Listen, when it's not his monitor, it's the television. So there's that. It's still my monitor. They just use it as a television. Oh, my God. It has a remote. It's a Roku TV. Look it's a monitor. 43 so, inch monitor. Anyway, I, if I sit on the sofa in the evening, I'm usually by myself except for Aaron's facing his monitor. Yeah, don't you put your little air quotes up. It's a monitor. Watching whatever he's watching with his headphones on. I usually play a game on my iPad. For hours. Or Facebook or Number respond to emails or whatever it is I'm doing. 
sitting on the sofa by myself and so I can see over his shoulder and therefore I then sometimes watch whatever it is if I'm captivated by whatever is on the screen. Yeah, because it's probably a show that I have said at some point, you watch. should watch this. So. See, the only way that you get that you actually watch these things is when I sit there and I say, fuck this, I'm not watching it with my headphones, or at least I'm not gonna watch it the first time with my headphones, and I sit there and I force you to watch it, like Picard. You don't force. Yes. Hold on, you do get forced to watch things. Stop. That is true. You are forcing me to watch Well, I mean, Picard? forcing you to watch it by, you go, you come, you sit down, you're about to eat, start the show. That's not Same thing with me. Rachel. Same thing with all these things because I could have watched them and deleted them before you ever got to the point where you were going to see them. But if I sit and I force you to watch it by moving the chair and I point you really and you're already pointed at it. I'm not really forcing. It's more. You're not wanting. It's, it's this is more, not your own desire. It's more capturing and capturing. Yeah. Capturing your whole. Because life. because do when do I send her you, free? When the show's over. <laughs> <laughs> Only because I showed you the, the, no. the, the thing. Jess had sent it to me before I you showed you. trying to tell me that the non-Trekkie got you interested in the Trek. I mean, Who's the non-Trekkie? She's not. She really. hasn't even seen all she's the movies. She's not a real. But she's seen all of Discovery. She's, she's seen all of the original. She's not a real <laughs> Come on now. The first time she watched the movie, She's not. She's, she's not a deep Trekkie. She's, she's, she's one of those J.J. Abrams Trekkies. Like, she didn't know all the other stuff, but she saw JJ. You know what I'm saying? Because like, eh, you know, she's not a real tricky. She's not. I mean, you can, anybody can buy a pin. It's, it's a sweatshirt. This is Starfleet. Like I said, she's not a real she's, She likes to buy merch. Uh -huh. Yeah, you definitely need to do the whole capturing while eating thing. You need to do that. Stranger, Stranger Things. Stranger you know the trailer does the same out yeah, before season four. And I haven't watched season it on purpose. four is coming out this year. It's upon us. See, and literally, it's a thing that you would enjoy. Literally, that's that's the that's the 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 thing that is most bothersome is that we keep trying to get you to watch things because that you like we it. know <laughs> that it's just like Picard. We know you would like. Do it. you know why I sit and watch things with you? What? We're not talking about me. No. We're talking about watching things that you would enjoy. Do you know why I sit and watch things with you? Why I sit? I like to sit and watch things with you. Because you don't want me. I know. I know. Nope. It's because they're uninterrupted. You never pause anything. Ever. Oh, yeah. There's never. As you do. There's never any discussion. There's never any commentary. It is. You push the play. It plays till the end, then you stop, then we speak. Correct. There's no interruption. I cannot do that with anybody else in this house but you. Hey, if I show you something, I do not do that unless I have to pee. <laughs> unless you have to go to the bathroom, or I have to go to the bathroom, or delivery comes. Expulsion of or, liquids or from something the else. body. Because he is the master of his own bladder. Because I want to watch it, and I want to see you watch it. Keegan does that. 
Keegan will sit there, because I saw her watching Sabrina for the first time, and she will sit there and talk over an entire episode of re of her reacting to it. So sorry, don't say anybody else. It's Keegan. <laughs> and he keeps saying that, you know. And you keep trying to he lump said me this into multiple it. times. You keep trying the to lump people me into have been that. Keeping track. And I don't do that to you. If I say here, let's watch a movie, I will not talk. <laughs> All I know is I don't talk. When I, don't I talk tried to watch time. the Taco Chronicles the first time, because I really wanted to watch the Taco Chronicles. This is the show in Spanish. It's all in Spanish, so I have to pay attention. Plus, I'm really interested in the culture. I'm interested in the food. Whatever. I want to watch the Taco Chronicles. I put it on the TV. I'm sitting on the sofa. You and Keegan talked over the entire episode. You were so loud, I couldn't hear the episode. But you also you have no way to say stop talking. Right. You, know, you can send them a text message. No, they were standing next to me. <laughs> I stopped it at one point and said, guys, I'm trying to watch this. It didn't stop. Okay, so you're telling me that. So I don't got, watch things. You have things. no fool, is what you're saying. No, you they can't, don't give a you shit. You can't stop the people from, from disturbing Okay, your, but that, that was different, though. Watching. We were talking about us showing you something. No, it's why I don't watch things on my own. I, I think you need to take ownership of this and just go ahead and watch. We'll leave you alone. They'll leave you alone. Plus, if you have, hey, if you have headphones on, yeah, if you have I headphones, will leave you alone. They will leave you alone. Keegan can't speak for her, but hey, we will leave all you I alone. All I ever do is put on my headphones. I mean, yeah. if I'm watching something or listening to something or doing a thing, just put it on your headphones, man. But also, stopping, I would say in this day and age where you can start and stop anywhere, like, I don't know how many times I stopped watching The Good Place yesterday. Actually, I watched a bunch of episodes. Yeah. And like when I'm uploading to YouTube, I, I, I got five things uploading. It's not like I can do a whole lot more. So I'll sit there and start watching something. I start and stop, I stop while I'm uploading, because once one's finished, then I add the details and I do all this stuff, and then I go back to whatever I was watching while I start the next thing. You in control of you. Of course, you're in control of you. When I'm watching with others who keep stopping. I know, but you're in control of you. Aren't you? I am in control of me. Okay. You could always just confiscate the remote. You don't have to. I don't know if that's all that's necessary. You. You. You can watch whatever you're watching. I mean, you're... I'm sorry, you, you have a problem that nobody else has. You like to watch things in one go. You don't like to stop. Sometimes, you have, sometimes you have to stop. I, mean, I do just, like to Just watch, like if you have to go to that. I do like to watch things in a go. You don't like... Because I've done that where, like you said, watch an episode of The Good Place, and I stopped, and then came down, did the dishes, yeah. and then I go back and start like, wait, what happened? Go back five seconds. Oh, yeah. okay. And, and then, then just you just keep going. going. But that's 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 a, a very modern idea of how we watch things. This is why people watch things on their phone, because you can just start and stop, start and stop, start and stop, start and stop, you get through the thing, and you go to the next one, and you start and stop, and you just keep doing that. If you forget something, you know, you can go back. Right. And then it just... Let it because I, I I do that all all the time all the day. <laughs> like NCIS is a good one. 
Sometimes I, I have time to be able to watch more than one episode. Sometimes I get half an episode. Sometimes It doesn't matter because I watch whatever I can watch and then I go do whatever the other things I need to do and then I come back and when I start that up again, I can just start wherever I stop. Netflix that's, is good for that. But that's not... That's, that's how I do it because you have to. So one of my biggest issues is I never tell the children no. I never tell them later. I never... I, that's my thing. Like, my children are more important to me than the I know, whatever. However, if like, I'm watching something for the first time, I don't care. They're still my children. No, but I was saying they, 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 they can wait. Yeah. No. <laughs> you can <laughs> No. Because it's not going to hurt our family. It's not going to hurt me to say, shut up and go away. Well, you don't have to say, but shut I never up. Would you, say that. But you could say, when I get done with this, I'll come find you. Yeah. However. Cause you know, I'm just Because you know I'm teenagers. Yeah, I like, don't like, I don't like making them think that, that what I'm doing and that watching this thing is more important than what they want to say. But there are times when, especially watching with Keek, she will pause something and then want to play me a song or give me a long story or, and then I'm just looking at her like, okay. And I think, I don't think that helps because you're trying not to be mean and not say something that's going to hurt her, but you not saying anything and saying, okay, that does hurt her. Yeah, but she should, I don't know how to say to her without hurting her feelings. Why, why not have this conversation with Keegan? I've had this conversation <laughs> with Keegan. So I've had the conversation. What do you want, what do you want us to do today? By telling us this stuff. I, I want you to stop expecting that I'm going to be able to watch all the things you want me to watch. Why? Why? Because you I'm can. not going to. No, no. You absolutely could. You have to make the decision but, but to say the way to I want everybody to. around you, for the next 30 minutes, I'm going to be doing this thing. Or for the next hour, I want to be doing this thing. Or for whatever, I'm going to be doing this thing. Handle your business. Yeah, like when you said, you, have, you can do to, it. Take, I'm going to do my Coursera classes, and I'm going to be listening to music, I'm going to close the door, and I'm going to be in here. Exactly. Did we bother you? Because well, I didn't. You didn't. Well, that's my point, Karen. You're, you're acting like you don't have the the ability to do something that you totally But do. I... If you let it be known that you want to do a thing... But even you know, if I say, okay, I'm going to do my classes because I have to get this finished... There have been times when you guys come in and sit on the bed and you're talking and but you guys. kids. Again. Well, both Not of you have me. done it. <laughs> like I said. But and I and I don't. You got to learn. And I you, will ask. Okay, maybe this problem is it's a problem me. of thinking of them as. Little people and not thinking of them as teenagers. No, I'm thinking no, of them as. As a teenage, as a person that deals with teenagers, you always tell teenagers no. You always tell teenagers, I, you can't do this right now. You can't, like, this thing cannot happen at this moment. You And they have to learn to understand that. That's just dealing with teenagers. All people who deal with teenagers get to that point where they have to say that to them. No, you, you don't get to make this choice at this moment. Something else has to take precedence over that thing. See, you don't do that to little people. 
I don't do that. But to you my have to do that either. to teenagers, and you definitely do it to twenty somethings. Well, I don't do it to Aaron Keegan for very specific reason, especially like because they're going to leave soon. I think that's irrelevant. I, they still I, have to learn that they their their thing does not come first all the time but, with everybody that they come across. But no, but they come first for me because I'm their mom. I get that, but that you can't. Their their will cannot come first all the time as human beings. It can't. And it only no, it cannot. It can't. You got to take a shit. You got to take a shit right now. <laughs> Look, whatever you about to say, it's gonna have to wait. You period. That. It's gonna have to wait. It's gonna have to wait ten minutes, twenty minutes. Big shit. 30 minutes. <laughs> I'll be back. Who takes 30 minutes to go back? Sometimes. But I mean, that's, look, <laughs> understand. something in your diet. Fiber. <laughs> but like I said, that, there are situations like that. There are things like that that happen in lives. And but teenagers she- are the ones that are now equipped to not feel bad that you have to do another thing. Teenagers are the ones. That's their age group. Middle school, high school, that's when they begin to learn. Dad's got to do a thing. Mom's got to do a thing. My my thing has to wait. Because going forward in life, they're going to have tons of situations where that person has to do a thing that I don't take precedence. You know, I don't. I 100% don't. I can't. Other things have to come first. And they understand it. And the only way they're going to learn that is to get it at home. Because if they go out into the world thinking that I come first all the time, that's the the problem that everybody talks about with millennials. That they think they come first all the time. No, you fucking don't. It's like, you you are not that important. You're, you're You're absolutely not that important in any realm. Yeah. You're, you're going to run across people that are going to say, you, you know, you got to, you got to hold on. So, as, as, as a person who deals with teens, you just, you're always doing that. You're always pressing that point. You're always breaking down that thing that happened in elementary school. You can't always just drop everything. Right. Because that's what elementary school... Look, man, elementary school teachers, y'all are nice people and all, but y'all mess up children. It's because y'all don't prepare them for what's going to happen to them. Y'all are trying to all cuddling and hugging and all that stuff, and then they get to people like me and they, they find out, no, this does not continue for the rest of your life. It can't. It literally can't. Because if everybody was that way, then it would just be a society of really selfish people that always thought that, that what they wanted was supposed to come first and you can only get one first first. China. Mexico. Well, they have no that You see, you can't have a society of that because now you're always going to be hurting everybody's feelings. Yeah. It's like, no, hell no. Sometimes your boss is going to come to you and say, you're going to have to wait a minute. I don't have time to talk to you at this moment. Handle it or get back to me in about 30 minutes. And they're going to be, they're going to go back to doing what they're doing. And you're going to have to learn, know that walking away is what you're supposed to be doing now. That's just uh, life. That's who we are as a culture, especially when you start talking about, I don't have time. 
Because once that's once that creeps in, then you got to go. Move along. Nothing to see here. These are not the droids. What else you got for the people, man? Looks like you got lots going on. Come on, go ahead. I'm ready to edit. <laughs> I am like editing monsters. We've been going for like an hour and a half. That's okay. I listen to the to, I listen to the rest of the back of the theater, man. They you, people don't realize how much me listening to the back of the theater affects this podcast. What were they talking about this week? It doesn't matter. Really? Like most of the stuff that they were talk, that I listened to today, they didn't have a show this week. Oh. So I was listening to last week, the end of last week's show, and that's the homophobia show. Homophobia? I didn't know. See, I, look, man. Yeah. You can download podcasts and listen to them just like I do. Also, <laughs> you don't hear the, the conversations with the grandmama. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I do. Yeah, there's that too. But they, the 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 thing that they were, I don't even know. I, honestly, the, this morning they were they were they were ending. So they were talking about some stuff, but it wasn't really all that deep. But it's it's just the idea that their conversation and stuff that they're talking about and dealing with, you know, it gets you it gets you hyped up. Right. It gets you hyped up and ready to have a podcast. It does. Oh yeah. Yeah, this whole someone um posted yesterday this golly oh, gee, I hate oh this my case. God. I hate this case. Maybe you shouldn't put your case on top of things. It doesn't matter where my case is, it's flat right now and it's doing the same thing. So somebody posted this thing yesterday. How will I explain a gay president kissing his husband to my kids? Mind you, I hate Karen memes. I don't know Karen, probably the same way you ex- did you did the pussy grabbing. So my thing was, why is this a, why are we talking about? What is change? I know, he's so we have a, a sexual man. predator. No, no, he's married to a man. She's not asking about that. She's asking about how, how, do, how do I explain, explain a gay president? Because, okay, after anything happens for the president, right? After any uh, large thing, mm-hmm. especially after they get elected, they turn to their family and they kiss and hug their family. Yeah. Well, this is his family. So if this is his family, he's going to basically do what everybody does. Right. He's going to. Right. Right. I'm sorry, but the gay sex, the gay shows of affection, the gay. The gay. (laughs) Is always something that people are going to respond negatively to until they can understand that this is just them being. People. People. Human. Like affection. Affection for a hetero couple mm-hmm. is essentially the same as affection for a gay couple. Yeah. But do I see it? Does my child see it? You see, my mom, growing up, I did not see men kissing men. I didn't see men kissing men. Well, but now you're saying, is uh, now there is the possibility of seeing men kissing men, or man kissing man, in the public sphere, and that's the president of the United States. But that States. happens every day. Oh, God. But it, they're the see it. it happens in the public but sphere every no, day. No, but I don't see it, because if I live in a place where that's not condoned, and those people don't live there, 
and my children don't ever come across those people, they don't, don't see it. Yeah. It's like what I was telling my mom. I mean, the most homophobic people on the planet, to me, are black, are black folks. That's a fucking lie. But that's, that has all, to me, as far as I've always known, that's always been. Yeah. That's never, that's not like a new phenomenon. No. But if you take that person and you run them out of your community and they go somewhere else, right? You're not seeing the behaviors that are normal for heteros be normal for them. Right. You're not, well, that's what she's asking. I don't see it in my daily life. My child doesn't see it in their daily life. We're not showing Brokeback Mountain every five fucking minutes. I've never seen that movie. So then, and I just downloaded it so that I could see it. Is it about? There's a yeah. gay, there's oh, a gay. Okay. <laughs> I never knew what it was. Not a gay. There's a, there's a, a gay, gay couple. Couple in the thing. But I mean, and, and but I mean, the idea, you know, like I was watching something recently. A new thing. American Gods. Yeah, American Gods. And it's a gay couple having sex. Yeah. Well, oh God. It was a who very explicit show, Who shows this first? Then, most people are, like I said, people are scared of the gay sex. So, once it becomes a normal thing, and we can be explicit in TV, yeah. because we can put um, well, the warnings, the, we, can, we can rate them. It's in the Watchmen, too. No, but I'm saying, but we can rate yeah. them. We can, we can, but Watchmen's on HBO. Mm. Um, actually, I think, I want to say American Gods is on Showtime, but I can't remember. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's just, it's just the idea that people are able to see what they are not. Right. Now, yeah. we've always done that. Yeah. But this is the last, I think... Honestly, this is the last outside of hermaphroditic sex and other trans type couples, other other combinations. Yep. Men and women, we've seen go from dancing to laying in the bed with no top and being cut off right here. Yeah. We've seen um, full body nakedness but no genitalia we've seen all this stuff in tv and movies and blah blah, blah. over the time and then you get to 50 shades of gray where they usually see everything but then if they have a rated r rating then you don't see everything you can't see everything i don't know what the r. rating was when i saw it in thailand well, it's not the same well and if the it's movie an nc 17 rating then you could see and more. It, the, the version i saw in thailand was not the movie I right. got from the U.S. Exactly. It so, was not. And but that would make sense. I mean, different rules for different right. countries. So, but the idea of uh, men and women, we've kind of done the, yep. we've run the gauntlet already. Yep. And then women and women, we also have. I mean, I don't know how. Every episode of Friends, they talk about girl on girl sex. Oh, yeah. I mean, all American girl on girl porn. You see what I'm saying? I mean, so that that's, is a lie. And it's all American. I mean, like this is this is what we do. You know, not really. Um, you know, they're still being ostracized as much as everybody else. Yeah. So you have that, but guy and guy, that's still not 
see, it's like it doesn't have the same acceptability yeah. as the other versions of types of couples. And I remember you know, going when when we worked when I worked at the the Discovery Center for the first year, and we went to that Christmas party, and the Pedagogista had his partner at the party. I didn't know who he was. I, I just noticed that they were together and whatever. So when I went to work on Monday, I was like, well, who was the guy who was with the pedagogista? And he was like, oh, that's his partner. And I was like, okay, cool. And so the pedagogista was then kind of leery, like, what what is my reaction going to be? Because he was like, you know, how did you enjoy the party? I was like, it was great. I really enjoyed your partner. He was fantastic. And he, he said to me later, maybe a year or so later, that he was so nervous because he didn't know how I was going to react and then if it would spread through the school that he was gay and then, you know, what would happen. Because there had been rumors in the beginning that threatened to, to make him have to leave. But he was such an incredibly brilliant man. But see, nobody cares about but that. But nobody would care about that. No, nobody cares about that. Nobody cares about you being good at your job or, or you your being competent level, or no, 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 it's the gay sex. It's the fact that you've been with this man for 20 something years. No, 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 being with and the gay sex are not, the being with is not the problem. It's, it's the, the gay, gay sex. sex. Yeah. And you, you had told us that he was gay and didn't mean anything. Yeah, y'all don't care. Right. But you're, you're a, you're a right. different generation. But you're, you're also kids. really young. Blah, 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 blah. We didn't even know what that meant. Look, dude, I'm telling you it's the gay sex. That's what everybody is reacting to because it's in their brain. Well, okay, think of it this way. Hetero uh, couples. Hetero couples. Usually what what is what does it mean if you say that we are dating? Does it? I don't know. What does it mean? What does it mean to you? You're you say time together, you're, you're knowing each other, you're... Where's the sex? Is there sex there? No. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. If you're lucky, If yes. you are hooking up. It's nothing but sex. Okay. There's no relationship. But now in your brain, you have a picture of those two people hooking up. Yeah. That's what happens. So when people get the idea that... This guy and that guy are bumping mustaches. Oh God! <laughs> I mean, that's that's what people start to envision. You know? <laughs> but that's that's the problem. I mean, that's what. And then I mean, so and then all of a sudden, if they kiss each other in public, they are now flaunting their lifestyle. But if they were hetero and they kiss each other, nobody cares and everybody moves on. What That's is, the problem. It's the gay sex. What is Todrick's second, second visual album? Folks, please go find Todrick Hall's visual album called Forbidden. Please take the hour and 45 minutes and watch the entire thing. Please. It's a, it's a, it's a visual album. album. So all the songs have music videos and they all flow together as one big story. It's like one, it's, it's like, like a, a movie. movie. It's like a musical. But, oh, please watch it. I know, but why? Because. <laughs> <laughs> and a couple good ones in every yeah, now and then. Every now and then you come because up Todd, the Because what Todrick does is he flips 
this homosexual heterosexual dynamic on its head so you're forcing everyone in his thing you're forcing everyone to be gay and if you're heterosexual then you have to then do it in secret and you have to leave your community and you can't do it because it's forbidden so but the the images and the message in this thing really make you sit back and like, damn. Yeah, but really? No, they really like some of them are like, damn. I mean, they, what you're what you're what you're describing sounds very similar to uh, yeah, clever, but I, I don't know if it really. I mean, yes, it does. Are you saying for the closed-minded and mixed? Yes. Okay, then. Okay. Yeah. For us, I was just like, damn, he said some shit. But I'm also a ginormous Todrick fan. He's he's incredibly talented. But to me, because that's been that idea has been done before by like YouTubers and stuff of taking but one group or a society of people, it's acceptable to be gay and that's the norm, and then a straight person comes in and they're discriminated. Okay, so somebody doing that same thing with ideas of race was in the movie Pleasantville. Yes. It's a culmination. I mean, I don't know how it's a culmination, but I mean, that's, that's, I mean, turning, turning it on its head so that, you know, white folks can then experience what it's like to be colored. If you haven't seen Pleasantville, go see Pleasantville. Um... Yeah, okay. I, I get it. I don't know if that changes minds. I don't know if that, that alleviates the gay sex problem. I don't know that it alleviates the gay sex problem. And the bumping of mustaches. But what it, it, it might do is start to open their mind about how their behavior and their expectations now are affecting the entire society. Would it, though? It might. I don't know. I don't. I don't think so. I think. Like, I think a closed-minded person is pretty much a closed-minded person, and they're not. They're not. No. No. No story. Singly. How compelling. No nah, matter how compelling. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna move them. If they're. I mean, if if that was the case, you would. I mean, think about it. Racists would have stopped being racist, right? People. People who thought that women couldn't, you know, do the job that men do. What. What. What changed their minds? Women for women. The job. You think that changed their minds? No, most of them are still that way. Exactly. Okay, so. But the next generations, their minds are changed by seeing you do the job. Right. Okay. The one before that. Their minds are never. Straight out of Oz? Straight out of Oz. When we were at Grandma's, Keegan had Grandma watch that entire thing. Uh-huh. It did not change her in the slightest. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I, I'm sorry. I don't think it will. I don't think I don't think that change anything about her. She still has all the same thoughts and feelings. It didn't do anything. I don't I don't she was just like I like some of the songs and then that was it. I think people that have formed their opinions on a subject, it takes more more time. More more exposure. Yeah. You know, like if we didn't if you if you stayed in 
Grand Raggedy, and you only dealt with the people that you dealt with, and you never... Whoa. Whoa. Oh my. Where's your pearls? Oh my. This has never happened. Card full? Did you not delete something? This has never happened. So I don't Cam know. Two. Cam 2, you've been upgraded. Cam 2, you are now... Oh. Yo. Whoa. That's Wait a moment. Wow. We've been doing this for going on three years. It's never happened. Um, no, I think this happened once before. But it was not a very big card to begin with. I don't recall this ever happening. Yeah, it's never happened. I think it happened on a game jet or something. I remember this. That Yeah, I think it happened on a game chat and we had to... That's when you started changing the card for the game chat. Because we did this. So, Cam 2, you've been upgraded. How do you feel? Temporary. But the bad thing is, I don't know where my thing is. What thing? We'll be right back after these commercial messages. We don't, we don't have, have commercials. You can always cut to something. I. Why? Cam 2 is doing the duty? I know, that's what I'm saying. You gotta cut to. I don't know, cut to when we have the card back? Why? Why not? Cam 2 is doing the duty. Is the audio still going? Yes. Oh. Then it's fine. You're still being recorded? Oh yeah, because the audio isn't going in the camera anymore. I really don't know where I put Your cards? Yeah. Is it in your camera bag? Did you unpack it from your camera bag after a trip? I don't know. I don't know either. And this is why Cam 2 is in I try not to touch any of the camera equipment. I try not to. Yeah, I don't even like to like shift it. Is your camera bag? Yeah. See, I'm so smart. Oh, is that what you think? It was just logic. Is that what you're thinking? You're thinking you're so smart? Is this thing waterproof? Or um, water resistant? I think it might be. It's got a nice little seal on it. It's a nifty little thing. I don't know. God, I don't even know what to do. I don't know what to do. Can't you still going? No, no, no. I don't know if I should turn it off. I mean, it probably stopped the video, right? If the cards, I mean, that's what it is on my camera. I, I, I've never had card full. I have. That's that's what it does on my. You knocked off the thing. Um, that's what it does on my camera. When the cards full, then it it stops the video and saves it wherever it was. Wow. I want to say this happened at least one time before. I don't remember this. It's never happened with me in the. Jeez. Because so I, I was there. That's right. I was the dead witness. The tree falls in the forest and no one's there to see it. Does it actually happen? Yes. Does it? It's a stupid question. Yes, of course it fell down. Does it's it? there. But no one saw it. So what? So does that mean it actually happened? What? It's, a... it's a nonsense. No, it's not nonsense. No, it's not nonsense. 
the 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 way that actually goes well it has to do with the rules of sight as a as a and or the rules of sound in order to have sound you have to have a transmitter and a receiver <clears throat> so if there's no receiver do you have sound and that's that's the real question same thing works with the tree sight well the tree thing is if a, if it if sound takes a receiver and a transmitter, if a tree falls in the woods, does it make any sound if no one's there to hear it? Yes. Does it? Yes. Are you sure about that? Yes. No one's there to hear it. What about, how would you know? Right. How would you know that it made a sound if no one's there to hear it? That's the... the so that's, you mean there are no animals, there are no bugs. Okay. No, now you're trying, human being I, is no, not there. No, yeah, no, 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 transmitter and receiver. If there are none of those things, does the tree make any noise? Yes. I mean, that's the question. How yeah. egotistical are we that we think that because nobody's yeah, there to, to, to hear it, that the sound doesn't happen? This, this conundrum Stupid. has nothing to do with ego. It has everything to do with how it's defined. If you define sound as needing to be sound, if it needs a receiver and a transmitter, and there's no receiver, do you have sound? Yes. Now you can argue that philosophical point all you like. No. What else you got? Philosophy, that's the word I was looking for. I knew it was one of those fancy things. Yeah, it's fancy. Philosophy is fancy? It's Ooh. fancy. I'm fancy. <laughs> You're fancy. Oh God. Why are you hitting him? That's the only Why are you being so mean to the baby? I didn't hit him. I just stopped his hand. He no, did. no, you. You I got him almost just, as far as I did. I just no. That is not even possible. I just tried to stop his hand. He continued to move. What, what is the thing? It's okay. It's this sound here. Now you're hitting and him now, again. And now you hit me. Okay, so do you have anything else? People have nails Are you done now? Chuck for the grinding of the teeth, whatever. That doesn't bother me. That sound bothers me. The holographic card sound. That sound bothers me. What's wrong? I don't know. I don't know what that means. What does it say? I don't know. Does it in Espanol? AOC right now. So do you think she'll be his running mate if he gets the nomination? Probably not. Who he wants to lose. Who, right? Who do you think would be his running mate? Stacey Abrams? I don't think I, I don't I don't think anybody is going to go down the road of trying to make a woman a running mate again on the Democratic side. No? I think that was that a, a massive flop before. It was Sarah Palin and, and oh, John no. McCain, I was and then the Democratic side. Oh, uh, Jean Ferreira. Ferreira. Yeah. And, but that was in the eighties. Uh, you, you, oh, you think people have gotten? We have Trump in the fucking White House. Are you kidding me? You think people have moved on? They voted for Trump, and they're gonna vote for him again. These stupid motherfuckers. Okay. Uh, but, yeah. They, uh, really? Uh, yeah. We already we already killed one card. 
I think you need to put this on your list for next week, and you can you can rack up your political stuff because we don't have time for that. You know? The people and the camera's already hot. Oh no, the camper is actually a whole lot cooler than it was before. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. fine. Yeah, but we're not worried about the camera. Camera, you you're a trooper. We gotta eat. Yeah, we gotta eat. do the game chat. So you're gonna put your politics on hold for a minute, and then we'll go back and listen to Rachel. We get more politics. Because you know. Well, we politic every day. I know. There's not a single day of the week that we don't have some political something that we listen to or read or whatever. Yes. It's daily. We, we know this. Yes. Do we have anything else? Do you have anything else? I not related to the White House or the Democratic Party or Joe Biden skipping out on the New Hampshire, you know. Haven't seen the weird say? broom standing up by itself video? Go check that out. It's funny. It's on Instagram. And the Facebook. And the Facebook. It's funny. It is funny. You've had a lot of compliments on your voice. And that you could be it's an announcer. It didn't, didn't crack that day. <laughs> that you could be an announcer, that you could be um a TV host or a motivational speaker that you're very funny. You want to motivate? No. <laughs> I wouldn't I, I wouldn't have any word. I just go out and do things. Make your dog cry. Um there someone said that you could be a stand-up comedian, which I, I know that because you make me laugh all day every day. Yeah, yeah but you're, you're, we can't yeah. use you. We because because give, give I... Give one, one joke that your mother would laugh at. Go ahead, just do it. No, no, seriously. It's painful. No, no, do it, do it, do it, do it. One joke that you uh, guarantee, go. Why can't you hear a pterodactyl go to the bathroom? Because the pee is silent. <laughs> this is why we can't use her no. for for knowing no, tell if, my if the joke. comedy stylings of the boy the are good. Go ahead, tell oh, the jokes. No, you tell that one. No, no, she's not allowed to tell jokes. <laughs> she tells a joke. It's I'm not gonna nuts. tell the it same horrible so, joke. So not funny. Come on, do the joke. Come on, man. Just do it quickly. Um, Come on. Why do, why do ducks have tail feathers to cover their butt quack? <laughs> See? These are the second grade jokes that she loves. This is what the old second graders love to talk about stuff. <laughs> but jokes always work. Look at her. She's going to die. Look. Oh, God. She's, See, she's now totally she's, done now. Yeah. All right. While she is over there trying to get herself back together, if you... Oh, God. The woman is crying. If you want to find the Traveling Farts, you can find us on the YouTube Facebook, Pinterest, iTunes, Spotify, and the Google Podcast <coughs> at the Traveling Fars. If you like the Instagram and the Twitters, Traveling Fars. If you wear my uh, most awesome daily, daily photo. photo is going. Email travelingfars at gmail.com and the blog space, thetravelingfars.blueberry.net. No ease in the blueberry. <coughs> to the blueberry and listen if you want the audio only. If you want the video, then that means you gotta wait a little bit and it'll be on the YouTubes. Yes, uncut on um, 
on the blog space. Full uncut. And on, on the iTunes, Spotify, Google. No, 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 no. Well, that's yeah, if it goes to the blog space, it's going to the all those podcasting places. Yes. Okay, that's yeah. the full show uncut. Uncut. On. No video though. Yes. If you want to see his holy shirt, well then you got to go to the YouTube's. My, my failed flash shirt. Like I was trying to run away, but then I got shot many times. And hopefully we don't kill another card. My God, I can't believe that this card died. Well, did I wonder if I need new cards? Maybe. Well, how much is that? I don't know, but I think I do. I think it's time to is it do a replacement. It's sixty-four. It is sixty-four. Gig. But you've had those for a couple of years. Yeah, for a while. Don't we have tar white cards now? No, but I can't put it in that camera. My camera's old, man. Yeah. But don't old. don't terabyte cards exist? Um. Or have we? Are we like almost there? I don't think terabyte. One twenty-eight, yes. Five twelve, yes. Terabyte? I don't know. We're not there yet. Just look up terabyte SD cards, but I don't. I don't think. I don't think so. HDD or SDD? SSD. Oh, that's the solid-state hard drive. None of those. SD. Why are you looking on Amazon? Because that that would be where we're going. Holy moly. Do they make a terabyte SD They do, and it's 10,000 pesos. Yeah, but what's the card for? It doesn't matter. It's just this one terabyte. Oh, this is a micro SD. No. Oh god, one terabyte <laughs> micro. No, of course you use that. You just have to use the adapter. Yeah. I have an adapter. It's right. We put the micro SD card in the switch. They have a yes. 512. 512. I don't think I would go that big. 4,000 pesos. I don't have any reason to go that big. Unless you were shooting. There's a micro SD right Oh, here. this is a pretty good one. Oh no, it's a micro SD. It's a 512 for only 1800. This is just an adapter. If you don't have one of these cases, you should definitely get one of these. This is an extreme pro class 512 for 4500. We already said the people. We gotta go. Yeah. We gotta leave. Yeah. It's time for lunch. So we're out of here. Say goodbye to the people. We've gone over. Karen? Karen, stop shopping. Say goodbye to the people. Bye, people. Oh, this is cool. Peace! should wave to oh, Cam 2 that you've been neglecting. I didn't neglect Cam 2. You neglected. He knocked off a thing again, man. Yeah, it happens.